everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the shadow realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Happy International Podcast Day, everyone. Not only in this episode will we go into what is International Podcast Day for all you new listeners out there, but we'll be going into a deep dive. One of the main inspirations behind this show, the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, that is promoted by me as the Internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, but to many who have never listened and only looked at our show's name have declared as a manifesto to mass shooters. So, this episode goes out to all of you who have finally listened to the show and want to know more about the show's creation, the idea behind it. And why we have certain rules behind certain things. Okay, this goes out to the majority of new listeners that we've acquired over the past few months. And some of you who see this as your first episode ever. uh, What is International Podcast Day? Well, according to their website, International Podcast Day is an international celebration of the power of podcast. Now, I'm going to since the rest of this is a little bit long, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Uh, they go on to declare by saying there's a National IPA Day, National Waffle Fries Day, National Pancake Day, and National pretty much anything you want day. And it goes on the history in regards to how they were created and why uh, what each things and it pretty much it evolved to sell not just celebrate podcasts but to promote independent podcasts like ours so that kind of answers that particular question what is international podcast day but to all in all the tldr is to celebrate podcasts all over the world and to kind of raise up those that like us or just the little tiny guys that are not the Joe Rogans, the Tin Pools, or the celebrity podcasts that get hundreds of thousands of listeners every single time an episode is posted up. So, to continue, how did we here at the Long Coat Mafia podcast get our inspiration to start? Well, as stated many times that my initial plan for the Long Coat Mafia podcast was for it to be a street promotion team because at the time, back in 2010, 2011, and 2012, I was seeing a lot of stuff online about street promotion teams in places like D.C., New York, Baltimore, L.A., about these folks that would help promote local stuff and uh, like bands, businesses, and the whatnot. And I thought, what better way to go around saying like, hey, buddy, how about a, would you like a flyer? And just these folks in that kind of black market 
mafioso type stereotypical style uh, of a person in a trench coat opening it up to offer up a flyer or a sample CD or something like that for someone on a street, on the street, especially at conventions where if I was listening to a podcast, I'd create a, a demo CD for them and ask them, hey, do you, how do you like the CD if you want? I could make up a couple of CDs more uh, and go to someplace like Baltimore Comic Con or let's say at the time uh, Otacon or a major convention and hand out CDs and, and get a bunch of my friends together and do the same. And if things worked out well, hopefully I would have made a side hustle at the time and hopefully it would have grown. And a few years after that, in 2015, I got back, I was talking to Big Candy, and we were enjoying the, we were getting caught up, and we were enjoying the conversation, this, that, and other thing, and he, he, I said, well, we should be recording this, and he said, well, if you get the equipment, I'll be more than happy to be your co-host, and that's pretty much the idea how Long Coat Mafia started, or at least the seed of it got started in regards to for everything. And since I had a lot of the stuff for the Long Coat Mafia in place in regards to uh, Facebook, email, Twitter, and so forth and so on, I figured since that that resource was there to start use that as one of the uh, cornerstones for the show because it was there, it's in your face, it's it's very, uh, not stereotypical, it's very uh, loud and to some offensive or it's very in your face to that, hey, I don't like that, I gotta uh, speak to that person as to why. So it's an attention getter. So that's what I figured, hey, Roll with you got what you have and work with it. Now, since that was already in place and a cornerstone, I needed a blueprint. I need, And like most blueprints, they do change. They evolve. They do not mimic a lot of things. Sometimes when you're creating a podcast or a YouTube channel, you mimic some things. You, you cherry pick uh, a lot of different things. And kind of that's what I did, and you learn. You tend to learn from other people's mistakes, and uh, you take milestones from what some people have done, or what friends have done, uh, or colleagues have done, and you use that. And at that time, I'll say it like this: Let me give you. This is where we will we will segue into our inspiration or the inspiration of our show or one of the inspirations of our show. You heard the original, the core of it, but some of the things we used or at least some of the the achievements and what I wanted and put into the blueprint for the show is what I'm about to talk to and that is Slacker and the Man. Now, you've heard me talk about this show many times on 
this platform, whether it be Podbean or my show as a whole. Matter of fact, I shared like two or three shows in regards to uh, zombie profession, um, prevention and outbreak and that sort of thing in the past. But I don't think I really went into the show, its history and all that. So in a way, you could also classify this as not only a International Podcast Day episode in regards to how we begun, but also a Lost Media episode as well, and, and thus the deep dive, and how it kind of uh, mirrors our show as well. So it's kind of all in one. I know it sounds confusing. So please follow along with my crazy, weird, uh, possibly, um, I don't mean it in a bad way, but well, Either way, take it as you wish. My ADHD logic, or uh, depending on how you how you want to look at it, uh, let's start with a little bit of the history and how it mirrors our show and how we began and what we used to grow from past experiences as well. Uh, from what I remember of Slacker and the Man history, they started in March 2008. While a few months later, ironically, me and Big Candy were starting up the Electric Eye podcast. Now, during this this time, I wasn't listening to Slacker and the Man. I barely was, uh, I knew who they were or anything like that. I was just busy trying to help Big Candy, you know, with Electric Eye. I was... Me and him and a few other folks were into a, a web series at that time. You got to figure back in 2008, yes, YouTube was a thing, but it wasn't really a big thing. A lot of uh, folks that were re- that were creating web-based content were not really putting it on YouTube because back in that day, I think YouTube videos were limited to maybe about five to eight minutes if not 10 minutes tops and the web-based shows that me big candy and a few other people that i was uh, that are friends of mine were, were watching these web shows were maybe between 12 to 15 minutes in length and they were put out twice roughly once a month. The main episode was in the middle of the month. At the end of the show month, it was bloopers and behind-the-scenes stuff. And this particular show that both me and Big Candy watched also had a message board. Think like Reddit and 4chan, uh, but on a really small scale. And as they were kind of growing and so forth and so on in a little bit and getting... Uh, I think at that time, decent views. They didn't have a view counter on it. They nor did again, unlike today, where you could have a video from YouTube embedded on a website. They were just using a website that just had unlimited bandwidth, and there was no way to tell how many times that each video was being hit and watched. But, uh, Eventually, that web series went to the wayside due to internal drama. They did try to um, continue it into a season three, but it eventually uh, faded into the ether. You 
could probably find the show on YouTube now uh, as a complete thing. I'm not going to go into it right now. Uh, I don't remember it. I don't. I'm not going to look it up or anything like now. I do have it on one of my YouTube accounts as uh, a way of looking back as to uh, something in regards to internet history. But on the message boards, yes, this will go into how I discovered Slacker and the Man. So please bear with this hashtag rant. Now, at one point, um, they attracted an artist that was an independent artist, but his main style was in the vein of uh, Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo, uh, and uh, Samurai Jack, that style. But he had a bit of an ego about him, thinking that his art style was better than any current Marvel or DC artist out there. Uh, if it was uh, Alex Ross, he was better than Alex Ross, better than Jim Lee, better than anybody on the planet with his style and he could draw just as good as him but he just doesn't want to because it's too hard too strenuous and a lot of times when me uh, I can't put my I can't I'm not gonna wrangle big candy in on this but uh, I remember even I tried to wrangle and wrangle him in his ego in check saying hey listen if your art, current art style was all that you'd be drawing spider-man batman and a lot of these major things but the only probably good chance the only comic that would hire you to do using your art style would be more along the lines of archie comics that's it something for the kids N along those lines nothing spider-man or batman based or anything like that if it is spider-man or batman based it's going to be somewhat for the like the six to twelve year old range if that but you're not going to be that good now granted you'd have your you have your own style you have your own series that's you and uh because again this web series was getting a little big they hooked up with a local podcast on their end that was, uh, I guess, a little bit big. And, well, they started up a conversation on one of the, the topic threads in regards to what I lovingly call, Hi, welcome to the comic book hobby. Here's your I Hate Rob Liefeld membership card. And I want to say this, uh, even though I wasn't a big fan of Rob Liefeld, uh, at the time, Big Candy might have been a big fan of Rob Liefeld. And I told Big Candy, listen, a lot of the arguments that are in these threads right now can be easily debunked. And pretty much I think Big Candy would said, hey, if you want to go down that rabbit hole and go into that fire, dumpster fire, you go ahead. And that's what I did. I... I went into that drama, I debunked a lot of the arguments, a lot of the arguments that they were saying have been debunked now, uh, yet a lot of the folks that still hate Rob Liefeld uh, still use the same arguments today. It is still a very heated to topic, I didn't want to go in, um, in it, into it right now. Uh, let me just say, uh, a 
going into these arguments about Rob Liefeld is like arguing with a flat earther, uh, sometimes on both sides. And that's what it is. I decided, you know what? Heck with you guys. You know, I'm stepping away. Uh, I don't have to deal with you guys. And the final straw in the back for not just, not, that was the major straw that broke the camel's back. But one of the other things that broke the camel's back was when me and a few other folks wanted to hop in, uh, invited them, the folks behind this web series, and into a game of, uh, again, this is the time when even Call of Duty was starting to get big. Uh, we wanted to go into the lobby, play with them because we were fans. We were the major folks on their message boards, and they were pretty much messaged back saying, we don't really want to play with you. Uh, we're, we're playing with these guys here. Uh, so we were like, listen, it, it, it's not really that big. And at that time, I was moving away from Smodcast and some of Kevin Smith's podcast that he was putting out at the time. So I was like, I need a new podcast. I'm sick and tired of what I'm listening to. And that's where I found Slacker and the Man, in which they were finishing up their first year and starting their second year. And I, that's where I started listening and getting involved with the show on a regular basis and getting to know the hosts behind it and what made me stick around with the show for pretty much the bulk of its run or at least six years out of the seven years they were in existence is because they had a lot of um, not just reoccurring people like Slacker uh, even though the main person behind the show, the man, uh, was the constant on a weekly basis, there was other people, other co-hosts that came in. They left uh, due to various reasons, some uh, that they didn't want to be a part of the show anymore, other times drama. But, yes, uh, I'll say this right here, right now, because you all out there are going to hear two episodes stemming from they're, they're my archive of them. Yes, there's a lot of problematic language in it, but what stuck, uh, allowed me to stick around is that due to those problematic, lang that problematic language was few and far between. Yes, it's not an excuse uh, or anything like that, but with the reoccurring and changing of the hosts and co-hosts where after the original slacker left for a little while, a new slacker was brought in, other people came in. So sometimes everything did change. And one of the things that when speaking to the man, um, you found out that he was a former cop uh, and everything else. He didn't really go into what he his 9 to 5 was, just that he was a former cop. And it was just engaging and everything else. He was more engaging with the fans, the people around him. And their mentality for their show was a shock jock type genre. Close to Howard Stern levels. Um, pick an era. I don't know 
I don't. I'm not a fan of Howard Stern, so I don't know how his style has changed over the years from the very problematic. I'm sure even Howard Stern back in the uh, 80s and 90s was very problematic. I don't know if he was still is problematic, but it it was that style that came across in regards to Slacker and the Man, the shock jock, the Howard Stern style. So, yes, you could say it was edgy, it was done on the basis of humor, it's not an excuse for their language, I'm not giving it here, but, but, uh, I will say, yes, there were changes, it, things did calm down, um, and you'll hear that. So, how did they influence, but after the end of, or say roughly March 2015, they... The man came in for one final episode as a solo episode, uh, ex- giving the numbers and explaining why he's taking a break from the show and the hopefully the the doors and everything will not be shuttered for long. Just that he's taken a break. Uh, why is seemingly over the past couple of weeks. Uh, the shows were few and far between, and no one was really showing up for the shows, and he explained the drama behind the scenes. So, now here's where my show started up a few months later, with Big Candy saying, hey, if you get the equipment and you start up the podca- podcast, I'll be your one of your co-hosts. Now, with Slacker and the Man, I wanted to be they were partly my basis of the show. Not to be, let me put it like this. I did not want, or at least try to have, I mainly did not want any problematic language on my show. Period. End of story. Because that's what I was hearing in regards to his show, Slack, Slacker and the Man, the man show. So, uh, I figured, one, when I spoke to the man, I, I told him, I was like, listen, if you come back, how about uh, if you come back on a regular basis, I'm starting up mine, maybe because I'm starting up mine and you have the bigger audience, we could do something like equivalent of a wrestling feud, in a way, a mock feud. That way you have people listening to my show, people listening to your show, hopefully there is a crossover. And he liked that idea. Uh, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, he liked that idea. He thought it was interesting. Now, like I said, there were problematic stuff in his show in regards to what was said, and you'll hear that in a little while. I did not want that in my show. So... One of the things I put in place for my show was the first rule, which is no uh, phobic or racist terms in regards to what is said on my show. I know some of you out there who are listening to this episode listened to the main episode that was this week and will probably, if you did uh, engage with us, would say, hey, Rev. Hey, Godfather, didn't you, this past Wednesday, you released an episode that had a lot of problematic language in regards to uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? And let me just say, yes, you could say there was problematic language in that episode. But 
uh, Sasha, if you're listening to this, I am. I, I do not mean to do this to you or anything like that. I am sorry. We could discuss this on Sunday or whenever uh, you listen to this the next time we record. But uh, it is well known that Sasha is a member of the Rainbow community. And she this was her topic and she wanted to talk about it and how problematic the Rocky Horror Picture Show is. And therefore we had to use some problematic language to discuss how it is and why it is problematic. Um, so that's why that it was though I it's my rule not to use problematic rate um, words uh, that or words that are uh, phobic or racist nature without extreme context. Um, that's where someone like Sasha comes in and having that also, I mean, it's all confusing. Uh, One of the other things that I took from Slacker Than Man in regards to show-wise is having a co-host, having a regulator in regards to everything. Even though I'm the lead in the dance of the show, I have somebody who is going to give pushback. Uh, Big Candy was the big person. Not only is he big, he would be the first person to push back if I'm saying something wrong. Sasha is the same way. If I'm saying something verbally wrong, she's the first person to tell me I'm saying that. And she's going to call me out on my, my shit. So that's one of the things I agreed with the man in regards to some of the things he said on the show, i.e., I don't like things doing things single. I hate being a solo host. I want to have co-hosts that I could have a conversation with. And thus, I agreed with that. That's one of the things I took for my show. And another thing, like like the blueprint, um, like, hey, Slacker Man does stuff I don't like for my show, I'm going to not do that. And for the positives, Slacker and the Man loved co-hosts. Hey, I'm going to have co-hosts. Co-hosts a good idea. So, there's that. Uh, keeping uh, uh, the intro music under a minute was one of the things that the man pushed a couple of times in some of his episodes. I took that to heart. Tried to keep my... Uh, intros, not just under a minute, under 30 seconds, uh, stuff like that, having an outro music, growing, uh, constantly evolving, and as per using his show as, or some of his milestones as kind of, uh, not stepping stones, but uh, goals for my show, meaning by this, between the second and fourth year, he was covering conventions both local and large where he is in florida megacon is one of the biggest shows in florida so i wanted to do the same here and plus he was covering uh smaller shows that he was welcome at i wanted to do that and by year four he was having uh occasional tables to promote his show at uh some local conventions i don't know if he or remember if you set up at Megacon, but still, 
he was getting press passes. He was, you know, covering shows. I beat that goal. I'm happy to beat that goal. First year, six months in, by being invited to help cover uh, Four State SlasherCon, which eventually became Four State Comic and PopCon. So we constantly cover that show. We are always welcome at that show. And therefore, we've had tables at uh, Four State. Uh, we eventually, by our second year, we managed to get press passes to Otacon. So we kept to that milestone. And between those those years we had our table we had by year four uh he was doing panels at uh some of the shows he was invited at heck we got a chance to do uh panels as well at both uh at mostly four state comic-con when we were set up there uh and plus our first panel ever was at four state slasher con about three to four months after we started within that six month range we were doing panels so uh i was that was ecstatic i was uh happy in regards to that and it's one of the things that i i brought up to big candy at that time uh granted there were some milestones i did not get to like a hitting that three thousand per episode listener per episode but one of the other things that I did manage to get in regards to, or milestones that I managed to uh, hit that I took away from Slacker and the Man and was in regards to um, celebrity interviews or having interviews from conventions. And we managed to do that as well. So it that was what I wanted to do with our show and uh capture and cover certain things that like they did and were able to do so um that's the positives that i took from them and was able to translate to my show and like a lot of podcasters and youtubers slacker and the man wasn't the only one that i uh was trying to mimic and mirror uh during this time, you had a lot of debunking uh, YouTubers out there, uh, and that's what I wanted to do with my show a little bit, was kind of the anti-woke type of, and debunking type ordeal. Um, it, I still have it part of my show, but it has changed a little bit uh, over the years. It's evolved, but still, it's there. Uh, in some small form, but uh, again, uh, one of the things that Slacker and the man did, or at least the man did, was welcome people, fans, to play online in regards to, uh, like, on the Xbox. One of the things he had at that time, I don't know if he has an Xbox One now, or an Xbox Series S or X, uh, but at the time, he had an Xbox 360, he was a fan of Call of Duty, the, uh, I won't say the original, but the first Red Dead Redemption, uh, and games like that, including Halo, and one of the things that he did was, hey, I'm on Xbox, on Xbox 360, I have uh, Xbox Live Gold, my gamer tag is this, come, you know, add me as a friend on Xbox, and if you're playing the same games that I'm playing, uh, 
we can all play together and in essence develop a, a community and that's how a lot of us listeners got to know the man a little bit more Dobbs a little bit more um, Dusty a little bit more some of the the co-hosts that were on the show have a few laughs um, and get not to know not just know uh, how should I put this it wasn't we're not getting to know the yes we're getting to know the co- the host and co-host but we're getting to know them not the character that they are portraying on the show or the uh, caricature of the pr- people that they're being on the show uh, so there's that and that was the fun I I miss playing uh, Xbox with the man and everything else I think he has very busy life um, Dobbs mostly I think he used to play on PC uh, but still uh, I miss playing with those guys it was a fun bunch of guys uh, playing Halo with them at laughing our ass off staying up until 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning in some instances playing Call of Duty playing Halo playing Red Dead Redemption Online and it was the main reason I bought Call of Duty a lot of times and why I love Nuketown so much, why I like a lot of the smaller maps so much, uh, and creating a lot of maps on like Halo and uh, everything else because a lot of times when we warmed up, we needed a map to play on. Uh, and since I liked making maps, I made a lot of interesting maps. That's how things are. And um, let me say this. Granted, as I stated, they they had problematic language. Uh, I don't think with today's podcasting environment, if Slacker and the Man made it this long, 16 years total, uh, or they started now trying to do what they're doing, they probably would not make it. Uh, they probably would not have as big of an audience as they once did. Uh, but if they did come back, uh, they could, like I said, they could have a hard time because it's not uh, podcasting today is different than it was uh, 10 years ago. Uh, it, heck, it, it's changed a whole lot since 2008. To be a podcaster now, uh, you have to put stuff on more so on YouTube, not just uh, uh, stunts you're doing, but uh, kind of like what we do, clips from the show, uh, clips or, or full episode video episodes of the podcast, uh, unboxings, uh, uh, maybe individual reviews of products. You have to use TikTok. You have to use uh, YouTube Shorts, Twitter. Uh, Facebook, uh, not to mention convention walkthroughs and so forth and so on, along with your usual convention coverage. So it, there's a lot more to do with podcasting than it was back between 2008 and 2015. And I, I did have a good time with it, like I said. Um, I'm not going to uh, censor any of the... Yes, I've been rambling for the past 35, 40 minutes. Uh, so I'm going to eventually stop in regards to 
what I'm talking about and let you hear two episodes of Slacker and the Man. The first episode is them leading into Celebration, Star Wars Celebration 5, or as it's mainly known as Celebration 5. Um, Celebra- Celebration 5 happened in March of 2010. And so this was, these two episodes occurred roughly in March to maybe early April 2010. So in around that then. So, and you're going to hear the problematic language in these episodes. And I know I'll, I'll probably get yelled at by Sasha in regards to the problem, airing problematic language. Um, Sasha, you're more than welcome to yell at me, uh, and I do apologize for it. There's no excuse for problematic language in regards to it. Now, everything, I don't even think that Slacker and the Man's Facebook even exist anymore, um, or the man actually touches it anymore. But um, let me just say this. Uh, yes, again, I'm going to stress problematic they were trying to do a shock jock thing this is not excuses i'm trying to at least uh put that disclaimer that warning in front of these episodes to let you know as far as uh some of the episodes i was listening to these two episodes have the i don't believe i'm saying this and i do apologize the least amount of problematic language in it period uh, and I do apologize for it. I That's why I want to keep things to a minimum for all of you. Am I going to censor it? No, I'm not. In order for you to get content of, context of why I do what I do and I don't do what I do, i.e. like not having problematic language in my shows unless under heavy, heavy context like I'm doing right now it's way for you to see what I do how I'm doing it why I don't allow certain things and I these are examples of that I could point to as saying yes they were my influence in regards to doing my show this is why I have these rules for my show as to not doing certain things why I wanted to achieve certain things and why I like doing having certain things done. So, without further ado, here's also, let me say this. Again, uh, like the Covert Cast, Slacker the Man is a defunct podcast. You cannot find episodes of Slacker and the Man anymore. Anywhere. Anywhere. I've looked. I've tried. As far as I know, the jump drives that I have right now with the two dozen Slacker and the Man episodes are the only ones in existence. I do not know if the man, Dobbs, or anybody else has any episodes as a matter of fact uh Dobbs and the man uh were talking reminiscing about the old shows on Facebook uh and I mentioned I do have a brief archive of these 
And so it's not just Jump Drives. It's on Google Drives right now, all 24 episodes. Uh, and they are available. They know I do this occasionally. And that there are no complaints. So uh, as far as I know, these are the only episodes that they have as well. I, I don't think the man has any other episodes out there. So... Without further ado, or wait, I keep forgetting, Lost, for those of you who haven't heard our Lost Media episodes involving the Covert cast, Lost Media uh, just applies to any type of media that's not fully available anymore. Uh, Like radio shows you cannot find anymore, uh, movies, uh, TV shows, uh, audiobooks, stuff you can't find anymore that's not in print can be considered lost media unless they are reissued by the studios, by uh, surviving members of that person's family, or what have you. Uh, like, for example, um, I wanted to read the sequel for When Worlds Collide. For the longest time, the only way I could do it is buying an out-of-print book, out book on eBay, which costs like $60, dollars $100. Uh, but thanks to the family, uh, the surviving members of the author's family, they put up a, they transferred everything to digital. They put it on Amazon, and you're able to buy that sequel on Amazon for a few bucks. And thus, I'm able to enjoy that lost media in a reprinted form. So, uh, and with like Slacker and the Man, I could use not just uh, them as filler, but I could use them as example like I'm doing now of what podcasting was in the early part of this new millennium. So... Again, this time I mean it, without further ado, here is the two episodes pertaining to Star Wars Celebration 5, or should I say, starring Slacker, The Man, Dobbs, Nash, KSV, and a few other folks. So, what else can I say? But you've been forewarned. Warning, there is... Some questionable content that can be offensive to a lot of people. Yes, you could send me hate mail. Yes, you could put, uh, we'll cover that on the second part of the show. But either way, Dave, cue the music, please, and let's get it on. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Who the hell from Uncle Joe was celebrity guest? They make entertaining geese 
rappers who look quick as that to get skittles in her birthday suit. Wanna see the man's leader try to bring the dots? Welcome to episode 130 of Slacker and the Man of SlackerNeman.com. I'm your host, The Man. We also have Dobbs. Hello. KSV. It's only gay for sure it's a dude. <laughs> Nash. Me's it gonna do anal? And Slacker. That, yeah, that is totally him. sounded like you were uh, going down on uh, Admiral Ackbar. <laughs> <laughs> Admiral Ackbar like has Wars a very specific uh, dick-sucking noise. Okay. All right. Well, um... We have, uh, this weekend, we're all going to Star Wars Celebration 5 in Lando, Florida. Lando. Right? Yeah, there's actually yeah, a big Lando. push online right now to rename Orlando Lando in honor of Celebration 5. Yeah. There's a, Permanently? And the third biggest celebrity, arguably, yes, yes, this would of make, Megacon. This would make it the uh, third biggest city name. Don't, don't you fuck know, with Billy D. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I just wanted to be more famous than he is because I met the guy and he, was, he actually <laughs> talked to me and shit, but... Anyway, this episode is going to be a Star Wars themed episode. You know, this this we're going to try to make the whole episode. So some of our regular stuff we normally do, uh, just to let you new listeners know, normally we do a competition. Whoever loses the competition gets a punishment. So we do a stunt, video the stunt every episode, that kind of stuff. We have two TV shows we cover: uh, Stanley, Superhuman, and The Colony. Right now is what we're covering. We're going to put those on hold for this week. Yeah, uh, for phasers and tricorders. Yeah. No. Wow. <laughs> was that did that come off that lame in your head or yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay but uh, and we'll play a song we're gonna play uh, two for those of you that were at the 501st party if you hear this after celebration the band that played in the middle of the night that rocked your vaginas off was Cyfried two of our members uh, KSV and Nash are yeah. part of Cyfried so or goddamn part of uh, Slacker and the Man so and Cyfried and Cyfried it works either way yeah, yeah so but anyway all right Star Wars. We've all seen the movies multiple times. I know we all have. We've talked about it. What, the real three or the new three? All of or them. All six. They're okay. all real. They're all real. Yeah, they're all real. The one. They're all yeah. G-Canon. The holiday special. Yeah, they are all G-Canon. But, because say what you will, that you know that's something a lot of people bring up. There's definitely division among Star Wars fans when it comes to the prequels. Say what you will. The bottom line is, Good it's, movies. It, it's George movies. Lucas's property. He did what he thought was best with it. Agree hey, it was his disagree. plan from the start to have this span multiple generations and make him essentially a god. He knew this in 79. Agree or disagree, it was his. I mean, that would be like us doing something the fans didn't particularly care for the show, but we really liked it, and millions of people still listened anyway, but the original fans were pissed off about it. You see what I'm saying? Can't really what? bitch about that, but would he say he hated these movies? No, he, he wouldn't admit to it. Well, let, let's, be, let's be perfectly honest. If George Lucas had had the technology back in the 70s, then the original three, the original three would have been the same as the new three. But I, I don't have the huge problem with the prequel trilogy. A lot of people do. Yes, there's problems with it. Yes, there's trilogy. In it. I agree with Patton Oswalt on the whole thing. Uh, basically, 
uh, you know, you take all his favorite characters. Uh, do you really, really care about what they were like as children when somebody dies and they feel sad? No, no, you actually want to see them kicking ass. You want to see Boba Fett flying around his right. jetpack, blowing things up. You want to now, but that, but to be fair too, we also got some more kick-ass characters from the prequel trilogy. Django. We yeah. got well, no, we got um, uh, Mace Windu. Mace Wagon. Mace uh, Windu. Qui-Gon. I love Mace Windu, but the only thing he's got going for him is that he's Sam Jackson. Let's face it. Well, no, he was uh, a badass. The yeah, but they didn't really boring. exactly show him the, be much of a badass. Well, uh, if, you watch, Fett? if you watch the Clone Wars uh, cartoons, well, fucking, uh, Mace is like a total. He takes on like a whole fucking yeah. army. Now yeah, that was with, the first series Clone Wars. Now, and the, the over insane. Yeah, powers. There, there's Let's, a. Yeah. There's a scene in that cartoon where he does a jump off a thousand foot cliff yeah. and lands in the middle of a group of droids and stabs his lightsaber in the ground and downs a thousand droids all at once. Now, let me ask you guys I mean, this question about Mace Windu. And fans, you can ask yourselves this question too. Hint, fans, I have to say that with a snicker. Uh, <laughs> listeners, not fans. <laughs> yeah, we don't care if you like the show. When you're watching, listening. when you're watching Mace Windu in the movies or in the TV show, are you? Are you dubbing in uh, Julius Jones' voice from uh, yes. from Pulp Fiction? Doesn't that is that what makes him interesting? <laughs> and, 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 and I, I am. Picture him slicing through bad guys, going, "Oh, bad motherfucker, get that motherfucker!" I, I, Do I look like a Sith? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I well, could have said that instead. That would have been funny. And the uh, the other, it, well, and I'll take it a step further than that. I read all the Star Wars books, right? Mm-hmm. The books that Mace is in, the prequel era books he's in. I still picture the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm still so, dubbing the uh, exactly in the novelization. You're picturing uh, Julius, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So but, okay, well let's let's do this then. Dolph, what's your favorite uh, Star Wars movie? We've been through this. I well, uh, see, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. It's our favorite let's, memory. Let's let's well, no, 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 no. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. So, Let me say that because I hate it when you fuckers do this. I don't right. care if we've done it on the yeah, show before. True. If I ask the question, it needs to be answered because there's yeah, listeners was, now who weren't listeners yeah, that, that was, far. Besides, most 50, of our fans are stoners and they've forgotten. That was fifty weeks ago. So okay, Dobbs, what's your favorite Star Wars? Empire. Damn it! Or I don't know. It's just pick yeah, one. Empire, fine. Empire. God. Yeah, Empire the better ending. I mean, you know, Luke gets his hand cut off. I know Verge's father. Hank gets uh, frozen. Take away by Boba Fett. Nash? Uh, return. All right. Slugger? Empire had the better ending. Return was the better movie. Uh, I can agree with that. That that I could agree with. Yeah. Uh, Empire was awesome because it left you hanging. Yeah. It, that, but that but that was really all it had going for it. It had the cool Hoth battle. Uh, well, now... I know. Empire was a very good setup movie. It was it was the second part in a trilogy. Yeah, out of the original trilogy, Empire is the only one you can't watch by itself if exactly. you've never seen yeah, the other two. A New Hope you can yeah. watch without watch ever seeing the other two, and Jedi you can watch without ever seeing the other two. True, you'll be a little lost, but uh, no, nah, it's pretty easy to catch up. I mean, so assuming you're only going to watch one, I wouldn't go with Empire. But if you take the whole thing in consideration, Empire's my favorite. No, part. if you're only going to watch one Star Wars movie ever, it's got to be a New Hope. Hope. Yeah, yeah, because it pretty much they didn't know they were going to make the other two. Yeah, the the right. Whether George will admit it or not, he meant for that. <laughs> yeah, to God. God. yeah, but uh, I'm surprised nobody said Phantom Menace. Or really, nah. That honestly, that one's the George weakest at all. Of we, don't, we don't have any twelve year olds in yeah. there. I like it. I like the movie, and I've watched it. God, I don't know how many times. But is it going to be a stereotype? <laughs> did you ever see the recut they did of that several years ago, where somebody actually went through and cut out all of Jar Jar's scenes? I, what? It's yeah. the full length movie. It's just cut. Out. I think it's a total of what, like eight minutes <laughs> that they cut out, and it was all the only thing they cut out was the Jar Jar stuff, and it still was fine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wow. there was a few places you could tell it was missing well, something, but Phantom Menace at least had Liam Neeson. Yeah, Qui Gon was a fucking badass. I know Qui Gon and Darth Maul. He was the one that discovered characters. how to come back from the dead. 
Yeah, it's well, a, and I, I seen a, a thing online the other day. I posted it. No, it's not on the website, but I posted it on Twitter. And somebody went and did a video of every lightsaber ignition and 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 you know shutting it down in all six movies. The whole video is only like eight minutes long, but it's every time somebody lights a lightsaber and every time somebody shuts one down is in this video, and it's pretty neat to watch. And I didn't realize until I watched that how many less lightsaber ignitions there was in the or in the original trilogy than there is in the prequel. Dude, it cost them so much more money to do. Well, it. yeah. <laughs> now I cut off Dallas, but he made a very good point. Darth Maul was a badass character. I mean, let's face it, he was the villain in the, uh, arguably, the most disappointing of the Star Wars movies. Yes. And he died in a pretty pretty lame fashion. He didn't really have that much screen time, had one line, but people still love the guy. He has some serious charisma. That whole scene where they're having to wait for the shield to go, oh, well, to go you, back up, and you're like, oh, man, that is badass. Because <laughs> like, you're picturing gladiators in an arena. Yep. Now, you know, can, can, see, that would have been awesome if Darth Maul would just lifted his robes and just start furiously jacking off. <laughs> you think it would have broke his meditation just a little bit. Okay, now <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to ignore what Nash said. No, actually, he makes a good point. <laughs> probably you know, done better. Had he pulled like a chimpanzee and just dumped in his hands and threw it against the shield? <laughs> yeah, his dork is red and spiky. Uh, uh, he, he that's tattoos. Did, so. did you just call it a dork? He like, I don't know. He's he like whale dick. Pantomimes <laughs> out like peeing in someone's butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what I was going to say, you know what made that so awesome? The look at the no, no. Look at the original three movies. Ray Parks. Okay, bad. look at the look at the lightsaber fights. Mm-hmm. Look at the lightsaber fight from that movie. Oh, yeah. Well, they went from the two-handed. Well, they, went, they went from European the, the to Asian. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. well, they went from George Lucas saying, "No, a lightsaber is supposed to be heavy as fuck. You can't do anything with it without two hands." To, okay, you know what? Let's make this cooler. Yeah, they're not brave for They're ninjas. Went now. from seventies yeah. Jackie Chan to modern day, basically. Yeah, yeah, more or less. But okay, now let me ask this: Who's your favorite villain from the Star Wars movies? We'll go this way this time, Slugger. You had to start with me. Um, I'll give you mine if you need time to think. No, it, it's it's relatively easy. Um, Django. Okay. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Ah, shit. I just I had a total fucking brain fart. <laughs> uh, uh, Pick one. Uh, what's his fuck? Uh, Pick one. On. Not Christopher Lee, but the guy that played opposite him and all. Peter Cushing. His a. Uh, Oh, Tarkin. Tarkin. Yeah. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. He, he didn't take shit from anybody. He's like, Darth, it's Darth Vader. And Tarkin's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. That, that, that brings up something good. That brings up a good uh-huh. point. In the first movie, Tarkin was boss. Yeah. There was no emperor. No, 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 no. No, there was, there was there, emperor. But they talked was, about him. Emperor, but he, he was did. in charge of the military. He, he was That's in charge it. of Vader. No. Yeah. In the first movie, he flat out told he Vader to stop. He probably thought he was in charge of Vader. Yeah. No, no, no. He wasn't in charge of Vader. He was the obligatory guy that thought he was no, 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 no. things. Oh. Vader listened to him. Nice retconning. He, he That's all I'm saying. No, 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 no. He wasn't. This is established in the movie. Vader is the leader of the Imperial forces, yeah. but Tarkin was the leader of the battle station. Yeah. Vader could still do what he wanted. Tarkin did not control it's, Vader. Uh, but if it looked like Vader was uh, listening to Tarkin, it'd be like, he just happened to think it was a good idea. You can kind of think of it like... Uh, I know you've studied like World War Two. A beach master could tell a general what to do on that beach. Yeah, right, but anywhere exactly. else, anywhere else. Well, that was the thing. That's what, and I understand. That's why that. he was my favorite, you know, bad guy in the movie because he was he was basically had no super force power, any shit like that. He was just a fucking military genius. Like you fucking listen to what I. Well, and say. that's what I was supposed <laughs> to tell Slacker too. You also have to understand how much of a valuable resource Tarkin was to. The oh no, Empire. I understand. I mean, that. Vader I understand was basically that. placating him, is what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. Don't let Nash go before me. His answers are always better than mine. All right, uh, KSV. <laughs> well, mine is Greedo because as 
for a tiny little part that he had, he pissed off so many fucking fans with the most insignificant <laughs> change. Oh, that it was, was not, not insignificant. That was not that wasn't. That fucks up the yeah. whole character arc. Yes. It really I, does. See what I mean? The whole is it really that significant that it's pissing yes, off yes. this many people? Are you serious? Can you call yourself arc. a Star Wars fan with saying that? Yeah. Okay, let me I'm ask you this. All right, let's, let's, put it, let's put it out there and open. Let's say it. Who shot first? Oh, hand did. Hand. Okay, let me let me make an analogy that'll. Okay, you've seen Tombstone, right? Yeah. If they re-edited Tombstone to where Johnny Ringo shot first, but Doc Holliday still killed him, would that look right? That would completely diminish the character of Doc Holliday, yeah, especially, right? especially if he shot him at almost point-blank range and still missed his head by like a foot. And well, all he had to exactly. do was just kind of cock well, his head exactly. a little bit. Well, what you have to realize is Han obviously has super speed that they just mm-hmm. never used again. Yeah, basically yeah. they're trying to convey that Han was so badass he dodged that, but they didn't really show it well. He effortlessly right. dodged the blast because it Even missed Even there him. was a photo of George Lucas that was wearing that the, shirt. The hand shot, hand shot first. first. Yeah. All right, that's... That's pretty bad with the what I mean, that changes it. In the grand scheme like, of things, I didn't change that. In the grand scheme of things, it's a very insignificant difference. I guarantee Darth Vader no, wouldn't give a shit no, who shot first. No, no but in it, the grand scheme of the, the world, arc. the movie world, no, it is an insignificant thing. Yeah, at that point, hand one. That's all that matters. But to but to the development of the character, because this is the first time you meet Han. Yeah, you bring that up in a crowd. Cool. You, there's so many geeks is going false. Well, he's supposed, so, supposed to be like, be like a hard ass smuggler, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's a scoundrel. He, he is someone who, at that point in his life, does what he has to do to survive. Right. He shot first to survive. This is fun. <laughs> well, okay, Dobbs, who's your Dobbs. favorite uh, villain? Um, uh, probably, probably Sally Struthers. <laughs> in Star Wars. She, she kind of got... Jo- oh, Jabba the Hutt, same thing. Oh, okay, see, that was my answer, was Jabba the Hutt. And the reason I say Jabba the Hutt is, think about it, this dude's got the life, man. He gets to sit, doesn't care what he looks like, gets to sit there and eat frogs all day. He's got his own midget, basically, the Calican monkey I'm not lizard. French, so I can't relate. But does he have a penis? Would you ever be able to show your penis if He's you were Jabba penis. the Hutt? He's got a penis. You just can't one. see it through the stuff. But it doesn't matter. When you <laughs> have like Leia Cousins? on a chain, do, do it doesn't matter. Penises? Uh, no, they're asexual. He has Leia on the chain, he can't yeah. buy his penis. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Still, he's got to lay on a chain. Half yeah. I mean, well, he inspired plus, plus the greatest has, Star Wars costume of all. He has Twi'lek, yeah. uh... Oh, yeah, the Leia... Uh, look dancers. at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. You just brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about somebody in a Jabba costume. And uh, thinking, uh, that, that'd be kind of cool, but... Yeah. We should do that. Oh, yeah, Slacker Jabba. and the man do Jabba. Whoa, that's... <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I gotta show up to a kind of Mace Windu. Get a Jedi robe, shave my head, and just... Dude, like, full-on black, <laughs> black face. See who doesn't recognize me. I guarantee it'll be a lot of people. And, oh, dude. Okay. You got to take it a step further to get his attention, all right? Mm-hmm. Do mace, blackface, purple lightsaber, all that, so people definitely know who and you not are. not like theater blackface. I'm talking all over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hold yeah. a KFC bucket with your costume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to be talking like, I'm going to be doing but typical Sam Jackson shit the whole time. I know, and that's even better if you're Walking holding a KFC bucket. Walking around eating a Hawaiian burger. That is a tasty cool burger. <laughs> or, you know, a, 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 a bottle of malt liquor or something. Now I'm disappointed I didn't Some watermelon. already. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing this on C5, and I wish I came up with it sooner. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to C5. Have y'all seen some of the stuff they've got there? I mean, there's, have KSV. What else there's laser tag there at C5, and you get to actually play against 501st members in their Stormtrooper armor. Which means you're going to win, because wow, yeah. they're all trained assassins. That's going to be awesome. There's a, there's a speed dating. Which is going to be interesting. If there's openings, what? I may sign. KSV? What? Hold on. I may. Let's I may, not worry about what I just said. I may <laughs> sign up for the speed dating just for the sheer novelty of it because that would be funny. 
and there's a small percentage you may get laid, but because obviously if yeah. a chick's doing Star Wars speed dating, she's kind of desperate. So <laughs> if you have an ounce of charisma, yeah, but the guy's not probably, desperate at all. Uh, yeah. Pee in her butt. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just but, I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. I can just do it, hey, pimp Cyphron. You do realize the Star Wars speed dating is going to be a bunch of guys and like two girls. That's true too. Any training? You may, you may, it's it's a gang bang. you there may end up some, some opposite TVs. a table with Teacher Bill with a wig. <laughs> that would be funny. Actually. I could make some good audio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's see. What else? I mean, do you realize how big Celebration Five is going to be? Oh, yeah. I'm about as big as my dick. It's a, a sold-out Cypheroid concert. Well, but, sure but, but here, you know the building that Megacon's in, right? And you know Megacon's one big room in that building, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Celebration 5 is that whole building. Upstairs, Ooh. down. Well, I mean, you're downplaying it. Dude, that's fucking huge. Yeah, that wasn't sarcastic. That just didn't no, sound... It sounded very sarcastic. Shit. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, I you know I don't know what the square footage of that building is, but it's, it's over got to be nine thousand. <laughs> Way to blow it up! Oh, I'm sorry, zippity fucking dude. No, that wasn't sarcastic either. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, yes, oh, dude, see, I, I'm actually you know I was I had kind of forgot it was this soon, but now that the week's here, you know, from when we're recording this, we're about two days out from going. I'm I'm actually excited about it. Now, I haven't been this excited about a convention or anything since Megacon of this year, but this will be the biggest convention I've ever been to, and especially with it being themed with just one event, you know, just one, one, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? One genre. John, not not, not no, genre, not franchise. Subject matter. One you franchise, go. you know, I, I, I'm excited for it. It's going to be amazing. The man's beard is crooked. It is what not. Any, any word on the celebs that'll be there? Everyone. Everyone? I heard rumors. So Billy D will be all by himself because apparently I'm the only one who gives a shit about him. <laughs> I'll let's be there see. with you. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, uh, Celebration 5. I know for a fact George Lucas is going to be there. He'll be yeah. like the 30th biggest um, celebrity. Gary Fisher it. is supposed to be there. Yeah. Gary Fisher. 30, um, 30 walk from the left at the end scene. Uh, yeah, uh, Wicked Davis is going to. Or Warwick Warwick Davis. Warwick Wicked Davis. Davis. <laughs> I'm going to call him that if I get the interview. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked Ask about Willow, though. Seriously. Oh, I will. I love oh, yeah. Willow. God damn it, that movie rocks. I wonder what George well, Lucas would think of the uh, KSV original I'm, I'm, Star Wars <laughs> idiot. Now a sci fi song on Ramming Speed. Do you remember that? Do you remember that where the old lady does that? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That had uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer and Mad Mardigan. When I was a kid was watching that, shit. I laughed every time he'd step in that doo doo. Oh yeah, <laughs> every, and then he'd be like, "Troll." How many of our fans are bitching okay. when I talk about Star Wars? George now? Lucas, John yeah, Stewart. George Lucas. Well, yeah, John Stewart. He made yeah, John he Willow. Hey, John Stewart is uh, the, the big event. Is John Stewart's interviewing George Lucas at a panel? That's right. John Stewart. I forgot about that. Yeah, John's from the Daily Show. Oh fuck it. Well, yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> okay, hey, dude. Well, there's also a Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine it'd be the real person. Not the uh, Mark character. Hamill's going to be there. I'm there. Carrie Fisher's going to be there. Ben Burt, which is the Holy sound shit. guy that did the sound yeah. for all the. That's movies. a lot of celebrities. I'm not going to get a chance to see. Peter Mayhew, yeah. Jeremy Bullock, who was Boba Fett, is going to be there. Holy um, fuck! Anthony Daniels, Daniel Logan, Jake Lloyd, um, Greedo's going to be there. Mon Mothma's going to be there. Jabba's going to be there. I got to congratulate Greedo. Crix Maydean's <laughs> going to be there. Oh shit! I didn't mean to click on him. I don't care who that is. <laughs> Um, General Veers is going to be there. Bosk is going to be there. Random Le- Rebel on the left is going to be there. <laughs> it get less exciting with is every that entry. Yeah. Ray Park? No, that's the guy from Hoth. Well, so I'm putting Ray oh, Park yeah. on the bottom okay. after those guys. Is Wedge, yeah, Ray is Park Wedge is going to be there. The Why the fuck well, is Ray no, Park Wedge on the bottom? Be there. Huh? No, Wedge is not going to be there. No. And Tamara Morrison canceled. Ah. Jingo canceled. So. Yeah, he's going to be doing. He was from one of the new three anyway. 
I've seen enough what? of him anyway. He's, every, he's everybody in the Clone Wars. I mean, come on. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, here's a good question because, uh, you know, Star Wars has been one of those franchises that's so huge. It's done everything. One of the things that's done very well and Did it do horribly anal? bad Opera. was video games. Yeah. What yeah. is your what, what's your favorite uh, Star Wars video game, Dobbs? Kotor. Knights of the Old Republic, the first Knights yeah. of the Old Republic, dude. That game was so good because it, it the replay value on it alone. I bet I right. beat that thing. I bet uh, if I beat it once, I beat it two hundred times. I well, bet. It, it kind of revolutionized RPGs. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. and, I mean, it did. And in my opinion, you know, not necessarily in a good way. I loved the game, but it screwed up old school RPGs. But the game itself is awesome. Oh yeah, I said that. But Mars. other games, but now it, it, but things that have spun out of it are awesome as well. Mass Effect. I agree. Mass but Effect. The first Mass Effect game was originally supposed to be the third Knights of the Old Republic game. I understand that. But at Knights of the Old Republic, though, I mean, and that game was just so at the time when it came out. I mean, that that was all anybody in geekdom talked about was Knights of the Old Republic, and uh, I mean that that game's just amazing. I, I definitely think that goes on the list of the top five. KSB. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back. I think it was Empire. It was the NES version of Empire. Basically, that is because it is so painfully horrible that it is just fucking hilarious. Okay, at the end of the first level, you're in you're in this environment that has nothing the fuck to do with Star Wars. You encounter Darth Vader. He turns into a giant scorpion. <laughs> I shit you not. That that was Empire. In all seriousness, it's uh, Lego Star Wars: The Complete Trilogy, but that's not funny. <laughs> that was uh, no. That was that was the Empire one because that's when you encounter him in the cave on Dagobah in yep. Empire for NES. That's right. The yep. fucking scorpion, though. Even as a kid, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yep, that's exactly what that was. Nash, uh, I'm gonna have good nights at Old Republic as well because when that that first came out, I spent hours upon hours of oh, playing yeah. that game, which meant I'm daddy. It's you know the fucking TV. I get the remote. Oh, yeah. I, I, I say what's on the fucking TV. So anybody that would come over to my house got to watch me play but Knights now, of the Old Republic say, for though, hours. That game, hour. is, that game is cinematic enough, though, that it's not as bad to watch somebody play as other games. Yeah, Especially you know, with all yeah. the dialogue. If you're a Star Wars fan at all, all the dialogue and stuff in it, it's it's actually... Now, did you all ever do the, the cheat, or not really cheat, but Easter egg for uh, Knights of the Old Republic? You know when whoever you're talking to is talking, if you hit the black and white buttons, the pitch of their voice goes up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and it is fucking hilarious. I would just go train with the female Jedi chick to see her in her underwear. Yeah, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Bastila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bastila. Granted, it's taking another turn, but fuck it. If you guys played Jedi Power Battles, it was on the PS1. Yes, and it was Jazz. awful. Yes. It, it was very, very glitchy, but it was really, really fun to play. Come it on. was glitchy. It froze <laughs> all the time. Did you guys Did you guys play it to the level where you're like escorting uh, like uh, little Anakin? Did you guys like kill him over and over again because you wanted to prevent... Yeah, okay, fuck it. You wanted to prevent him from becoming Darth Vader. You knew you were saving, like, playing Alderaan and all these people's lives by doing it. I'll keep talking, motherfucker. <laughs> My favorite part about playing that game is whoever I was playing two-player with, I would run up ahead, get a whole bunch of people to chase me, and run by them. <laughs> that would be great. I'd be like, come on, guys, let's get him! And he'd get pissed off. <laughs> all right, Slacker? Um, mine? Keep talking, about Okay, I can't say it's the best Star Wars game I've ever played, but the most influential to me was um, Shadows of the Empire. See, that was that I was I was considering that one too because I played a lot for Nintendo oh, yeah. sixty four. Oh yeah, I played a lot, and how fucking aggravating was who was it was Boba Fett? You had to fight in a scrapyard. Mm-hmm. That level was a bitch. Oh shit! Yep. Honorable mention of Force Unleashed. I was about to yes, say nobody that. said that. Yeah, but I, I was just about to never played it. I I have I have a hard time considering that. A Star Wars game. It's, it's it second is. tier canon. It man. is. I understand that. 
any but there's game, just so much they changed and did exactly. different in that. Any from anything game, else, any you know? game you can enjoy without actually completing objectives. You uh, like, yeah. I would just toy with stormtroopers. All my favorite oh, thing yeah. to do would just be hold them up and like, just listen to them beg for their lives while they're flailing around. Like, they're yeah, like, yeah, basically, basically that entire game is canon now, except for the power levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the way video game canon works yeah, in Star Wars. Exactly. But there's different cannons for video games. He, he could have been nowhere yep. near that badass. He was pulling like ships out of the fucking sky. Well, he pulled a Star Destroyer out of the sky. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, the expanded universe, Luke did, but yeah. Um, In uh, the Clone Wars cartoon, Yoda did. Well, too. he became yeah. like Neo by then. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me think. Uh, I, I'm going to try to name something that y'all haven't named yet, as far as Star Wars game. You know, something I it, it's Soul Caliber Four count three Jedi of them. Outcast two. No. There's three of them that I played a lot, and that was the Super Nintendo versions of the yes. original trilogy. Those were fun. Those were Those they were, were ridiculously fucking hard. Well, yeah, oh, they my were. God. Return of the Jedi. Well, on, well, well hold on. Oh, oh, Palace God. was a bitch, and that was the first level. I've gone back oh. and played them yeah, so recently, and they are so glitchy. Yeah, the the controls are so unresponsive, and it's so yep. glitchy. Well, that's like Chewie in Jabba's Palace. Chewie was the best one to have, oh, yeah. but his attacks didn't work half the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I hate. It. I got pissed off at that game, like old NES games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just I was I was. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I have to. Oh. I have to recant that. My favorite one, not counting the ones y'all have already mentioned, have got to be the Rogue Squadron games for ah, GameCube. Yes. Those were amazing. No, if you're, they were. Especially if you're a fan of the expanded universe like I am, yep. those games were awesome. I love the first one that came out when the GameCube launched because they were able to get the guy that played Wedge uh, to, to he voice, did voice for both of them. Now, in order in order to kind of get the most out of their uh, out of their money for getting him in the game, they made him responsible for bringing down the a- the ATFTs, whatever the hell they're called. ATFT. ATFT. I said ATFT. Transport. <laughs> he went back and edited that. So anyway, <laughs> we need to make a uh, fucking uh, trailer now, a Star Wars trailer for the Empire's new super weapon, ATFTs. All terrain so fucking worse. transport. They're so much worse than the ATATs, man. Don't fuck with the ATFTs. <laughs> and it basically looks like one ATAT humping another ATAT. Until this point, I could have convinced everyone I was hardcore Star Wars. That's how they towed them. Yeah. See. I, uh, Anyways, continue. <laughs> no, my fuck up was way better than my <laughs> uh, But yeah, I, I played those a lot, man. They're especially, like I said, for I mean, and come on, you could get every ship in the in the series yeah. in there. Yeah. And plus, there were, you could get the MIB car, even the ATFD. <laughs> yeah. I actually played a lot of Star Wars Battlefront. Um, Battlefront was now, fun. Now, I, I love running around this fucking Vader. Yeah, the, 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 the Battlefront game, the second one more so because you had the space combat exactly. and the Jedi and we, and we played that drunk on uh, yes, Slacker's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. If you're playing that game, you yeah. give up on it being canon. Just, there yeah. You know. yeah, 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 oh, yeah. we just started killing each other and we were on the same yeah. team. Remember, but, me and you started killing Slacker. Yes, oh, he <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, he gets so pissed Because off. he was actually trying to do the objectives and we Quite, would be on well, the same team and sneak up behind him and no, headshot him. No, it wasn't <laughs> even that. Quite literally, they would wait at the spawn point <laughs> <laughs> the second I spawned. I don't remember what game it was, but they summed that game best. They were like, Darth Vader leading an army of Wookiees running around with a flag on his head. It's got to be a battlefield. <laughs> It was, it was it was pretty fun. That 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 game was good. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other really good Star Wars games. Uh, you know the uh, the Jedi Starfighter games were pretty good for PS2. Yeah, those were pretty good. Give they, me some behind they, the scenes stuff for yeah. the prequels. Okay, now now I have a question I want to ask. Okay, um, favorite character, movies or expanded universe? Oh, damn. 
Because I have, oh man, that's hard to do. Which and see that, and to be fair, there's only three of us in the room that do expanded. I understand. Universe. That's yeah. why Nash, I said, you, but, and myself. But mine is from expanded universe, um, well, or is more bad. Why don't we do? Well, okay, here All let's right. let Dobbs got, and KSV okay, go yeah. first, and they can do theirs, and then we'll do one of each. All right. Okay. Okay, Dobbs, who's your favorite character? Oh, let me let me rephrase it. Let me let me let me rephrase this. Which character from Star Wars do you identify with the most? Ooh, that makes it harder because that takes um, away from my question, you asshole. Luke, other than being the badass, the other whining bitch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Tant- Tantooine yep. Luke. Huh. Yep. I was gonna go to Tashi Station yeah, and was, pick up the power. I, I was definitely Tatooine Station Luke. Uh, and then Tashi Station, dude. Uh, I'm an idiot, but yeah. Basically, before he becomes a badass, that yeah, that that version. Okay, KSV. I I'm gonna. A lot of people are gonna call bullshit. I identify with Han most. I'm picturing me just like with these people. I really don't like that much. A bit screaming in my ear. Shit, just going wrong all over the place. I'm just like, fuck. What now? You know. Just, okay, just so see, I got the the big very grouchy like and just enduring all this slacker, bullshit. But, <laughs> um, who, who are the rest of us? Which one of us is Chewy? I'm, 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 I'm not assigning roles here. I, see, I, 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 I see KSV as more of the C3PO type. Oh yeah, I figured you would. You're, no, no, no. Honestly, you, without, without being without being <laughs> insulting about it, you're very good at what you're designed to do. You don't get enough credit for it. Everybody screams at you. Actually, yeah, okay. I feel you know. Now that you mention a robot, I didn't even think of robots. I'd love to be like R2. You know, like the little shit talking. <laughs> I can see me falling apart and guy, digging the and, and that's the thing. I was going to say KSV was more R two because he's comedic value without you even understanding what he's saying half the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. I just yeah. love like watch your language. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he said. Well, you know, the original the original script had his dialogue. Yeah, it. he actually. Have talked. you ever read that? It, no, it's actually funny to read. I would love to, but I think it's obviously got to be funnier with the little beeps. All right, Nash. Uh, mine's kind of a tie. Uh, first one would be a Knights of the Old Republic character, HK forty-seven. <laughs> Meatbags. Meatbags. <laughs> fucking love that character's dialogue. It was mm-hmm. fucking yeah. phenomenal. And uh, Bane, Darth Bane. Okay, I can see the, that from, from the, the books. books. Hey, he broke Batman's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just using the force. What about from the movies? Movies. Uh. Actually, my favorite character probably was shown the least. It'd be Darth Maul. Just he was such badass. Yeah, 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 I can see that. All right, Slacker. Uh, the one I identify with the most is probably Chewbacca. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, not because you know, the Dingleberries. No, ultimate. <laughs> because ultimate because wingman. typically, typically, I take a very sidekick role. I'm fiercely loyal, but when I have to, I can handle my own shit. Have you ever considered wiping your ass with an Ewok? Uh, <laughs> once or twice. I've seen that video. That's funny. Very funny. <laughs> Back before I met uh, Chuck, uh, his uh, troop, Chuck Con Productions, they made a really badass video yeah, called search, Wookie uh, and the Ewok. Search, uh, search Chuck Con on uh, YouTube. And or Wookie and the Ewok. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, there's a lot of them. Well, if I had to identify oh, with any of those three, I'd, I'd identify with Bane. Darth Bane. And for those of you that aren't into the expanded universe, Bane was a Sith. He's the one that actually established the rule of two with the Sith. Yeah. Now, he's the one who fucking set off the thought bomb. Yes. Well, no, he didn't set it off. No, he survived it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, he arranged it for it to be set off. Yeah. Basically. Um, I, I, got a, I got a question. This is kind of irrelevant, so there's nowhere for me to sneak it in. Now, there have been a lot of fights where uh, people will just like locking up their lightsabers. One guy will just slide it down and cut off the other guy's hand. Has anyone ever thought of putting a hilt on these things? 
Yes. Yes. Yes, there's several with hilts. Um, <coughs> Why don't is, more people do that? Problem is, the materials you need to be lightsaber resistant aren't very common. There's two that I can think I'm of. I'm sure they're worth their weight. There's a uh, Bascar and then uh, Cortosis. Yep. Adamantium. Yeah. No, Adamantium's <laughs> not lightsaber. <laughs> well, it... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying... Uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure right. George Lucas my, never My two um, from the movies, my favorite character's Han. I mean, that's... Yeah. See, yeah. I didn't get to say my favorite character. Oh, who's your favorite character? My favorite character is Wedge. I Wedge is a badass. I should have said Lando. He's, he's a badass <laughs> who is an on-par pilot with Luke. Yep. But has no force mm, powers. Not on He's pretty damn in the close. Movies, he took he out is. the fucking Death Star number two. In the movies, he is. Yeah, he's close. He's close. It, he's it, one of two. In well, if you count expanded universe, he's one of three non-force sensitives that can. Yes. In, in expanded universe, you've got Wedge, Han, and uh, Jag uh, Fell. Yes. But uh, in which I, I don't care what anybody says. Han is force. He's he's latent um, force sensitive. Got to be with yeah. his luck and yeah, his piloting ability and that. all that. Um, my my well, favorite has it ever come up? Obviously, it well, goes beyond them. I they think, tested I think, him in the Jedi Academy trilogy. I but think the key is he's just he's someone who doesn't think and just goes with his gut. And everyone he's instinctive. Everyone probably has that level of force sensitive. Okay, I if can see they that. go with their gut, you know it's going to be okay. That's okay. what I like about him. He's a badass, and he doesn't stick to the stupid yeah. trendy force crap. Now, the one I identify <laughs> with the most from the movies, I would have to say, would probably be uh, Qui Gon. Because Qui-Gon, you know, he's a badass in his own right, but he also does what he thinks is right. To hell with what the Jedi Council says. Yeah, he says, doesn't really play by the says. rules. Yeah, he does what he knows in his mind is right. Um, Even if he's wrong. My favorite expanded universe character is a tie for me between uh, Jagfell uh-huh. and uh, Anakin Skywalker. Or Anakin, uh, shit, Anakin Solo. Solo. Yeah. Han and Leia's kid. And, I mean, they're both just badasses. Oh, yeah. But, uh... They are. I know... Very little about what happens at that point, but I, I'm pretty sure I heard that Anne Solo is killed by uh, uh, Luke's kid. No. no, no. In that case, someone's talking out their ass. The and, and just to let you all, you know, a little, if you don't, if you're not up on the expanded universe, Han and Leia have three kids. They have a set of twins yeah. who are both so, force sensitive. You got Jason and Jaina. Don't give spoilers, Slacker. I see you getting ready to. Yeah, I'm I was going, about to say Jason. Um, oh, also, I almost. Um, I wasn't going to give spoilers at this point if you hadn't read it. And buddy, then they so. also have Anakin Solo who is their youngest child. And then Luke winds up marrying Mara Jade, who was one of the Emperor's hands, a Force-sensitive of the Emperor train, who he redeemed. And then they have a kid named Ben Skywalker. Yeah. But, uh... I thought this they just can't come up with their own names. Yeah. the most with the Star Wars kid. <coughs> but naturally... <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, you know, Teacher Bill, an old character on the show, is no longer with us because he's a little bitch. But, uh... <laughs> I should have picked Chad Vader. The, uh... <laughs> the Star Wars kid video from years ago looked just like Teacher Bill. It was yeah. Teacher Bill. It was Teacher Bill. <laughs> yeah, in high school, that's exactly what he looked and dressed and acted like. <laughs> you just I'm pretty sure he made need, that video a couple times. Yeah, you just needed to uh, put a golf ball retriever in his <laughs> Tell him no one else was ever going to see the tape. All right. Uh, now, usually compared to Afro Ninja. A, a regular bit we have on the show is uh, Deadliest Geek Warrior. And this week we're going to do Star Wars themed one, obviously. And Deadly Geek Warriors, what? where listeners <laughs> submit fights from two different, you know, usually two different universes or franchise or what have you, and we go, you know, we we uh, we we fight them out. The first one is one that I get at least once a week. KSV. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will remove the moratorium for the stunts for tonight or the punishment. Is one I get at least once a week. I get this fight more than anything else. Han Solo versus Malcolm 
Reynolds. Yeah, hand Ooh, me one of one. the ones in the door there. Yeah, for almost a year straight, I think, too, because mm-hmm. when I first got here... We were getting those. We were getting first those. got hair? <laughs> uh, but Han Solo yeah, versus yeah. Uh, Captain Malcolm Reynolds, from Fi- who's the captain of the ship on Firefly, who's obviously heavily, heavily... Uh, you know, influenced yeah. by Han Solo. Yeah, it, it definitely could be argued that um, Joss Whedon has seen Han up close. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, he—they're both the—they the, both captain their own ship. They're both renegades. They're both uh, scoundrels with a heart of gold. They're, they're both, both ex-military. They're both ex-military. They're both gunfighters, quick draw gunfighters, and they both have that John McClane luck ability where they're going to get the shit beat out of them for a little bit and then wind up finding random. Object to beat the shit out of their bad guy with. But does the Firefly guy have a Wookiee? <laughs> the Wookiee he does in Jane. He's Cobb. got Jane. And <laughs> uh, no, I would say Zoe's more the Wookiee than That's Jane. True. Yeah, she's well, more. Well, well it, Jane. They, they, in have, the sense they, they, they have Chewie split in two on Firefly. They, they yeah. do. Those <laughs> at the same or, time, or, you yeah. know, I would be I would be more afraid of pissing off Zoe than I would be Jane. Mm. Not confusing Zoe. No, because Zoe's more rational than Jane. Yeah. Piss a woman off. See how rational she oh, is. That's, that's true. true. That's true. But anyway, this is Not just this is just Han and Mal fighting. No Jane, no Chewie, no Leia, no nothing. Blasters? Uh, yes, they each have their iconic weapon, which for Han would be the DL-44 blaster, and Mal would be his service pistol. Now, that gives a decided advantage to Han. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Okay. Well, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'll tell you How many people have you seen dodge a blaster? How many of you seen you're, you're going a on, you're doing you're going off of a, uh, a special effects slip up because it was made thirty years ago. Well, damn it, that's what I was going to do. How, yeah, but Firefly was made with thirty year old technology. How, because no. Fox, Hold on, Mal is uh, capable sucks. of more Hold than on. slightly cocking Hold his on. head to avoid a how, blast. How yeah. fast does a um, uh, dude? Uh, I was being a facetious. I was, go? I was joking. Um, no, I'm, I'm asking you this question. Well, because we're talking about fictional characters, you have no, to go no. with this kind of I'm logic. I'm asking the series. No, you don't. For example, for example. <laughs> Both of them are overkill to kill a human being, so how, I think it's how a fast, point. How fast does a ballistic oh, slug go? Depending on average? On, pistol, on average? About 1,500 feet per second. How fast does light go? Uh, 186,000 miles per second. It's actually a little higher than that, but yeah, you're close. <laughs> All right. Either way, they both go really fast. So anyway... Anyway, actually, I think it is 186,000 miles per second. But as KSV pointed out earlier, uh, Han has the ability to dodge. Blast yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, he only if they're like a foot away from his head. He moves uh, faster than light. Um, quick draw wise, I don't know. We're going to be able to compare the two. Uh, I think that would be pretty damn close. Um, which one's got? Has, more? It, has it ever shown that Mal has modified his blaster to help with his quick draw? Yeah, yeah, the expand or the uh, the uh, non on screen stuff, like one of the I think it was the Serenity novelization. Yes, okay, because we know for a fact Han has. Yes, oh, so. Han's blaster is heavily modified. Yeah, well, it's called a modified. And not, well, and part of the other thing besides you know the firepower that gives Han an advantage, his on a single cartridge holds fifty rounds. Yeah. Mal's holds yeah. fifteen. I want to say. How many, I think so. How many does it take to kill a person? And yeah, that's a moot point. That's a dumb argument because okay. they're both combat trained enough. They're not going to hit in the first shot. I mean, that's what I mean is I doubt that either of them are going to shoot more than fifteen rounds and not hit each other. I don't know about have that. You, have you seen if they're doing either well, of the shows? We'll see what you're thinking. You're thinking of just precision shooting, and there's something that both of them are battle trained enough. There's a, there's a little yeah, thing called true. ballistic cover, yeah. which it means if you don't that's have true. cover, you pour, you know you spray and pray while you're finding cover. But then the reload comes. That's in. That's what that means. Which it gives yeah. Han the advantage because he's got yeah. fifty over fifteen. 
Um, Plus, he can carry a lot more energy cells than... So if they both plan on just going Rambo and screaming, the hand's going to win. Okay. <laughs> Which Han yeah, has I done on the I would way rather see them go fist to cuff. And, and see, that's that what I was going to awesome. say. Let's take the blasters out of this. Okay. I want to yeah, see them Han does win with a blaster. Hoop. I was you know, trying to keep up the argument, but... Uh, Han... What? I don't know. You, you gave this sign. You gave the cut sign. No, I didn't. Uh, no. Yeah, you did. I didn't mean right. to. Moving okay. on. <laughs> uh... Oh, I was meaning, yeah, let's take the blasters oh, out. Oh, okay. What I was doing. Um, yeah, okay, Fisticuffs, hand wins, and I'll tell you why. Hold on. Let's let's go through this before you say who wins. Let's talk. Well, I'm telling you my opinion. You want me to go yeah, around this, and get everybody else's opinion? This is, this is the, in general, who do you think will win? But yeah. hold on. Let, Typically, the way we do this is we go and give arguments, and then we say who wins. I'm giving my argument as yeah. to why hand would win. That's oh, we've what all been arguing. It just isn't structured. My argument for the reason that hand would win. Here we go. Let me phrase it correctly so Slacker does it, bitch. <laughs> He's still doing it wrong. Han sees... Han has fought a lot more and a lot tougher than Mal ever will. Han, you know, in, in, in Expanded Universe is established, Han won an all-species free-for-all on some backwater outlaw planet. You know, fighting Wookiees yeah. and uh, Shiv and, you know, all these different aliens that are stronger, tougher, faster than humans. Han has fought harder and tougher than Mal can ever even conceive of. He has his Corellian blood stripes. Yes, he does have Corellian <laughs> blood stripes. But that's why I think Han would win. Han has fought tougher and faster and stronger than Mal. You know, Han is used... And plus, Han's seen a lot more action than Mal has. has. Mal saw action in the war for a short amount of time. Han saw action his whole life. Uh, Dobbs? Um, I don't know. I think it'd be badass. I think there'd be so much punishment and blood, and there'd be more bleeding than in a Die Hard there, movie. There always is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think you're downplaying Mal a little bit, but I still think Han would win. the The whole the war thing. Mal saw some serious shit. Mal some serious Mal saw shit. Serenity Valley. No, but he it showed plenty prior to Serenity Valley. Serenity ba- Valley was the last battle. I understand right. that. And then that, the walk of death, basically, like that was like the Baton Death March. But he survived that. Han grew up on the streets of Corellia. Mal had a relatively... I mean, Mal had a hard-working upbringing, but it wasn't a fight-for-your-survival everyday upbringing on the ranch. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm just mentioning huh? the down. Yeah. There was a little bit of downplay. I, still I, say I, I, I don't think. Win. I don't think he downplayed it. I just think he didn't fully embellish. Okay. Mal's no, no, yeah, Mal, Mal's a tough, hardened son of a bitch. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. Who snorted? Huh? I don't Why is everyone looking at me? Are we, are we boring <laughs> you? Continue. Uh, Mal's a tough, hardened son of a bitch, and he's seen a lot of action. But he's also never fought, you know, a, a, a angry Chiv face to face. You know, I mean, no. he did uh, kick a giant Russian into a turbine, and that was pretty. He cool. did do that. That's true. <laughs> that was cool. That's true. Uh, KSV. Well, if they were real people, hypothetically speaking, I would. Uh, oh yeah, I would have to. I would have to give it to Han. But considering we're talking about fictional characters, you got to think about this one thing. Mal was inspired by Han, so whoever came up with him said, "Hey, I want to make a guy who is Han. Only let's make him more badass." So I'd have to give it to Mal. Did we just have a? Did you just hear a duck quack? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just. He was making noises uh, while we were trying to go, so I'm just hitting random buttons. Um, we haven't confirmed that was me. I was done talking. Right. I, I don't have anything else to say. All right, um, oh. See, but you're you're taking it on. Well, you want to go? Not who the characters are, but the the form they yeah, were created. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. 
Bazinga. These people are real. Okay, in that case, Han. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nash. Uh, I think Han takes out the butterfly guy in like 30 seconds. The butterfly guy? Yeah. It just doesn't work right with Nash. Butterfly. It's just not funny. Um, uh, he doesn't get it. Butterfly. Like, yeah. Firefly guy. But yeah. you've never watched Firefly, to be fair, no, either. So. Never seen Butterfly. Firefly. Han wouldn't have been canceled after one season. E. Actually, Fox uh, <laughs> would probably cancel yeah, that. I was going to uh, say, it wasn't Fireflies. They'd be like, like wait a minute, nerds like this? Fuck <laughs> it. Cancel it. Yeah, good point. Fox is fucking Let's retarded. give Seth MacFarlane a third show. <laughs> well, hell, fourth oh, show. Hold on, well, real quick. Seth, family non, guy's non, funny. Non, non, non Star Wars related real quick. Did you see he just got a recording contract to be a singer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I think it's Columbia yeah. Records. Or yeah. One of the big ones. God We're talking about it. Seth. Okay, maybe one of you guys knows the answer to this question. Uh, they're having a roast of David Hasselhoff, and he's the roast master. What is the yeah. connection between what? David Hasselhoff I don't know. I saw that and either. thought it was very there's, odd. There's always a connection. What is the connection? I, Unless it's Jimmy Kimmel. Then it's like, we don't have anybody. Fucking Jimmy. Did, did, did David Hasselhoff? Hasselhoff steal all of his material? Because that could be the connection. Well, right. if anybody, uh, David Hasselhoff's been around longer, so it'll be Seth stealing well, material. Well, uh, I mean, no, I think that's I don't mean just stealing Seth's material. I mean. the, uh, the roasts have been oh. going down in the ratings, and I think bringing Seth McFarlane on is a way to try to bring the Family Guy crowd over. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, he brought us the Cleveland show. <laughs> Well, I mean, say what yeah, you will about the guy. He, he got, his, one of least got his product out there and is making a lot of money doing it. You know who yeah. needs their own show? Me. Michael Bay. Yes, uh, that, that's, you know. just trying to piss off Dobbs now. Yeah, yeah, you know Michael, Michael Bay. Just Michael call Bay shit up. Imagine what the Death Star explosion would look like oh, as God. directed by Michael Bay. Exactly. Worse, John Woo. Michael Bay in an action series. Well, so uh, I mean, do a fly cast entirely by Asians. I don't know. If that's yeah. worse. There'd just be doves in space. That's about well, to say space doves. Uh, <laughs> you ever see a hand grenade go off in a John Woo movie? You ever seen a hand grenade go off in any action yeah, I, movie? I understand yeah. that, but it is way worse than a John Woo movie. All right, slacker, uh, hand versus mouth. I already said I agreed with you and gave my reasoning, didn't oh, I? Oh, did I? Didn't. Uh, okay, no. Oh, okay, you did. TV know. series called Michael okay. Bay's Haitian Thunder. Or was, it in my, uh, <laughs> or was it in my head that okay. I had the argument? All right, so we're all in agreement. Pretty much hand wins that, right? <laughs> I guess. Over I the said, butterfly I Mal, guys? But I, was, yeah. I said Mal, but I was corrected. I would so want to see that fight, though. Oh, it would oh, be an amazing awesome fight. fight. That There'd would be, be awesome. And, and what would actually, the ground, and what would, would be... actually happen? What would actually happen would be like comic book crossovers. They'd realize, oh, hey, we're both good guys, and, right? And, a and bad then they team up against exactly. uh, Niska and uh, that's, that's and Warlord's that whole end. Niska thing where he's getting tortured with Wash. That yes. was so. Epic. So okay, now here's another. For the really, record, if any of you fans no. disagree, let us know. And remember, I had your back. I got another fight for you. Hold on, hold on. I do have one thing to say that that brings up a good point: pain tolerance. Mal did way better with the torture than Han did. Yes, he uh, did. But think about, did you ever read The Black Feet Crisis in Expanded Universe? Yes, yes. I don't know, when Han yes. was frozen, I never heard him say I give up once. That wasn't the torture I was talking about. I was talking about the torture before. I don't care about being a smartass. Um, okay, here's the other fight for you, okay? Mm-hmm. The Millennium Falcon versus Serenity. Millennium Falcon has gone. <laughs> that's, that's not fair. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, wait, they did have that one gun one time in the movie. One time that, that was actually... That somebody had to be outside aiming it. actually probably destroy the Millennium Falcon because... No. Ballistic? Shields. Shields. Do the shields cover ballistic? Uh, yes. Um, Concussion missiles? Yeah, true. true. Star Wars true. has ballistics, dude. When you true. think about though, they have a lot in common other than the weapons. I mean, they're both really, really badass ships, but there's always something going wrong with them. Yeah, but I, well, I, and as much as it almost pains me to say this, Han's a better pilot than Wash. Han's a much better pilot than Wash. Yeah. He's a combat pilot, exactly. I mean, so Wash is the leaf on the wind, though. 
but you know, Wash is a damn good pilot. Don't get me wrong. Wash has got to have a lot of tight scrapes. Wash, Wash is better. Over, I, uh, I will say no, Wash is better at interplanet flight. Yes. Hands better at space combat. Exactly. Yeah. Wash I mean, is funnier. And they're going to be in space a lot. Yeah. With the whole, um, how bad is it? Oh my god, we're all going to die? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not scruffy looking. <laughs> yeah, or who are you calling scruffy looking? Yeah, they're both pretty funny. To me, yeah. it's a wash. I, oh! oh lame yeah. pun. Wow. All right, so on that one, we do have another Deadly Geek Warrior, but before that, we're going to play one of Sci Fried Star Wars songs. This, this was written by KSV, so send all hate mail to slamevil.com. Yeah, we're not playing this uh, this weekend for some reason. I, we're, 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 I think you should have. We're worried some people will be offended by this, and I, I can agree with that, but at the same time, here's well, Star I, Wars I, On the we're one not. hand, I, I, you know, if I was in charge, it would be played just because it would be titillating. On the other hand, you I can see not wanting to. Play it in front of a thousand drunk stormtroopers. Well, especially if George yeah. Lucas himself might be there. But Star Wars oh, fans yeah. are easy to piss off too. He, no, George Lucas would get what you were trying to do. He's yeah. actually George Lucas has actually got a really good sense. of I was going to say Star Wars okay. fans yeah, have much better sense of humor than yeah. Trekkies. Plus, his cock yeah. is yes. huge. Yes, George Lucas would be less likely to be offended than your average. Uh, okay, so Star Wars fan. This right. is Star Wars Idiot by Cyfried. You can order it from sidefriedband.com. Well, I've seen tits. Chicks don't think you're hot in your fader mask. Touch me with that lightsaber, I'll kick your ass. Shit. Welcome to the new spirit, John. Your gun is a middle-aged badass. 
And again, that was Star Wars Idiot by Cyfried, and you can get all their stuff. And that one's on, uh, is that Ramming, Ramming Speed? Ramming Speed, yes. That's, that one's on Ramming Speed, the CD Ramming Speed, and you can order that. You can get it on iTunes, just search for Cyfried, or go to side-fridebrand.com, or go to slackerandaman.com and go to the link section, it's on there. Um, That's all you should give people so we can... I, I know, I, I thought about it too late, pops. but anyway... <laughs> All right, our next Deadliest Geek Warrior. It's one we've batted around, but we actually got it from a, a new listener, Chakotay fan, who's obviously a Star Trek fan, but Chakotay fan sent us one, and this one's a really good one. Um, I wish Dr. Vern was here, actually, because I know he's I, very well-versed in Star Trek. Well, you know, you got to admit, Vern's more versed in Star Trek than you are. Oh, yeah, he is. With your Dr. Wiley hairdo right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the headphones, man. But uh, uh, the, this fight is the Death Star... The first Death Star, right? The completed, the fully functional completed. Death, Death Star. Star versus the Borg Cube. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and say the Borg Cube from Star Trek Generations. Okay, right. well, I got a question to start off with. This. Okay. The Borg Cube. Does it have a hole that if you throw a bomb into, will destroy the entire fucking thing in a very yeah. obvious place? Here's my next question. <laughs> Did many Borgs die to get the schematics for the Death Star? Um, here's a question. Actually, you know, that's a common misnomer. That was said in the movie, but we know from Expanded Universe it's not true. The I Emperor know. allowed yeah. them. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm about to say, it's probably very he easy to sneak totally by the Borgs. They don't like care. Ed in uh, Hot Fuzz. They got, uh, <laughs> is, is it true that there's a place in a man's head that if you shoot it, it will explode? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> but now, but here's the other question, though. Do the Borg have fighters? No. Other than one video game, no. Or yeah. two video games. The uh, Star um, Trek Armada games, they had fighters, but that doesn't count. How effective is uh, are, are are the lasers against the Borg Cube? That we don't know. The Death Star laser? Um, the Death Star well, laser. Well, hold on. Yeah, hold on. The Death Star laser is pretty obliterated. fucking uh, effective. How, how long does that take to charge up and fire, though? Well, 22 minutes. Is, exactly. Well, the thing with the Borg, though, is they don't... Ass- they don't just deflect the lasers right off the bat. They have to take a couple shots. It'll I understand. One. Assuming I understand. the Death Star laser could destroy okay. the Borg cube entirely, which um, is what it would take. They would have to sneak up on them without there's, being noticed. There's, there's the warning. Now, I, I do I do have a few things to say here that might get shot down. Okay. okay. One. You're wrong! Darth Vader. The, the, mega, the mega laser yes. is technically the same thing as the smaller lasers. You know. Technically, no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. It's completely different. Yeah, different gas, give different uh, firing sequence, different everything. Yeah, they are different. You know what? I can't get this mental image out of my head of Darth Vader destroying the Borg cube while Seven of Nine is behind him crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's completely different type okay. of laser. Okay, that's fine. Right. Um, is teleportation, transporting, 
transporting. Well, can they can they get through well, the shield? Whatever. And the Shut thick up. outer hull of the Death Star. The hull, yes. The hull, yes. The shields, probably. Well, hold on, hold on. That's a good point. The hulls are much thicker on Star Star Trek or uh, Star Wars ships than they are on Star Trek. They Especially are. Especially the Death Star. But the but, Borg have an insanely powerful uh, uh, transporter too. Yes, they do. And the thing is. To stop transportation from the Borg, you co- have to constantly switch frequencies of your shield. Right. Star Wars, they don't do that. But here's 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 something I think the Death Star has over any time that's happened to a Starfleet ship, okay? Mm-hmm. The Death Star has how many thousands of stormtroopers on it? I understand that. Who are combat-trained veterans. I understand that. They are actually... Anything. They were... Well... <laughs> no, 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 no. The 501st is stationed on Yeah, I was going to say... I'm kidding. But it's the uh, you know, and they are you know, Starfleet ships didn't have trained ground troops. They had security no, officers. I, I understand that's that. it. Uh, and how many the, shots is it going to take for the Borg to be immune to? Their they also shots? have slug They're extremely yeah. resistant. They are not immune. Extremely. But here's resistant. the thing: they, they have a lot immune. of grenades on the Death Star. I just thought of something. Once again, those of, uh, those two would only made. work for so long. I thought of something that disproves the point I made, and excuse me if you already said this, I kind of phased out for a second uh, while I was thinking about it. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I said, uh, I, I pointed out how easy it is to destroy the Death Star, but the Borg would probably not be interested in destroying it. No, they'd no, want, they'd want, they'd want, they'd want to take yeah, it. So how assimilate. easy would it be to, to do that? Quite well, no, easy. That's, that's what we're Please talking about. Now, what you were, fuck. That's what we were just discussing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Trans- got some ADD myself. Transporting uh, onto the Death Star and taking it but over. But you have to we think, too, the, the Death Star has yeah. ground battle vehicles in there that they can move throughout the station. There's juggernauts, there's gunships, yeah. there's there ATSTs. There are. It's what, mean, 800 uh, limit- kilometers wide, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Something easily. like that? Yeah. It's It's huge. But it's, it wouldn't take long for, no for the Borg to figure out and, where the controls and were. you know what a trump card the Death Star also has? <laughs> Darth Vader. Like yes, Dom said earlier, said, Darth Vader. Also, don't forget, the Darth, Darth Vader, Death Star has Darth Vader. Because of their collective <laughs> um, their collective brain, you could say. And all, is the Queen on there? Uh, yeah, in, because, in because first contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, what if, what if uh, Vader got in her head? Well, then they would think, survive without the Queen. I don't think Vader could be assimilated. Um, yes, he could. Yeah, Vader. He, he still Bader. has an organic Vader brain, could dude. be. Yes, Vader could be assimilated. With the control of the force that he has. Now, that's a good point. It. That's it's, a good point. It's possible. He'd I still think die. He purge it. He'd still die. But, but, but in the comics, they find a way to, to, well, Picard to make it when he had all the shit. Um, but I'm, I'm saying they'd kill him if they couldn't assimilate him. Could it not be argued, too, that maybe Vader would try to Here's the thing. They could assimilate his technology. Hold on. Hold on. What's that, Dobbs? Would, yeah, you'd have to also consider, would Vader want to at least think of the possibility of letting himself be assimilated in, in, uh, or at least if he could purge it, purge it at a more convenient time because that would be a, a, a weapon that he might try to wield. Now, he's saying, well, he, he is the kind of guy that would do anything but come his, his, right. mind, his mind may be powerful enough to hold the board Well, that's, that's what the next thing we're the forgetting the emperor. The emperor is more than powerful. He might let himself be assimilated. Yeah, he you wouldn't know. let himself. He would let Vader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he would let Vader, but you see what I'm saying, though, is he could probably take over the Borg Collective. Uh, his, the Emperor very may well I be think, able to I, do that. I think he could do that. And I we think know, he could over- override the Queen. We know he would coordinate battles from across the galaxy. Yes, that is true. Yeah, But, I, I mean, it's... But, and, and, well, the thing you have to remember, too, is that technology decreases force powers. Yeah. So being assimilated would decrease his force power. It would. But here, here's another thing I think that the Death Star has over the Borg Collective is fighters, and primarily TIE Bombers. I do agree. Bombers. 
Yeah. I do agree. Because but the Borg Cube doesn't have shields. It wouldn't be but hard to assimilate one of those. It, it, its systems are so spread out that damage in one particular area doesn't matter. No. But, you know, when you're talking a whole wing of TIE bombers going against a... Well, it's a not field, even that. How long would it take for one asshole to crash into it, get assimilated, and then they have one? <laughs> okay, okay well, your average TIE bomber, what kind of payload does oh, it carry? Oh, shit, dude. It's no. uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's powerful as fuck. Okay, that, that, that wasn't quite what I was asking. Okay. Is it something it's that they could bomb. adapt to? Yes. If it's a proton bomb, then yes, they would but, adapt to it. Well, how many? Maybe. How many? No, if it's a proton bomb, their ship would adapt to it. How many star if destroyers? It was a there, if there's it was no a shield. Like what what adapts is the shield, so the ship <laughs> itself has no shield. But wh- how many I'm pretty star sure the ship itself adapts how many because ta- they constantly have to switch their. their Let the man speak. Yeah. How many star destroyers do you think ramming into a fucking cube would it take to blow it? <laughs> At least two. <laughs> that's a, that's a good point. Because <laughs> it wouldn't be nothing. Vader would be like, uh, you need to crash into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. just make it happen. For I'm, you. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get it by the dude at the, at yeah. the helm. <laughs> like, yeah. Right, but no, the ship itself does not adapt. The reason the ship is so hard to take out is because the systems are spread throughout the whole ship. The ship itself does not. Adapt. What adapts on the Borg in hand-to-hand combat is the shield, or in uh, you know energy-based weapons are the shields. Yeah, the I, was shields about about that. I was about to ask you how many. I think you're wrong about that. Mm-mm. How many energy weapons do you see Borg using? They're hand-to-hand. Yeah. Now that's the other thing. They're hand-to-hand. That's true. Uh, what about like ion cannons and stuff like that? That's EMP. Ooh, that's that's a good EMP. Point. They adapt to it. They can't adapt to EMP. Yes, they can. You can shield from EMP. Yeah, they, they could uh, work around. But if they hit them with a big enough ion blast off the bat oh, yeah. and shut down That's true. You know, if, half the cube. If, if, yeah. if, if one the Death Star had, primary had a laser. giant yeah. <laughs> 22 minutes to charge. Okay, while that while that's charging, it's still the being fighters are keeping them busy. with I fighters, that. bombers. I understand that. But what what has the the, the, the laser fired at? Planets. Okay, planets have predictable movement. Uh, that's under- yes. Oh, the Borgs aren't. The Borg cube isn't. It it's not. It's yes, not, it's not it's absorbed no, punishment. It's if not. The Borg doesn't it. know the laser's coming. You can definitely keep right. it stable. See, that's, what, that's why the Borg would know the laser was coming. But they wouldn't know. Yeah, the, this is completely new to, to them, man. Yeah, they, they would. Have they would sense the, yeah, the, the massive energy, power charging. The energy build. They have never watched Star Wars. It doesn't exist in the universe. It doesn't matter. They would sense the massive power. But they wouldn't know exactly. They're not going to sense a massive power reading. Oh shit! They're fixing to shoot a big ass laser at. Ah, yeah. I think that's exactly what they. I say, do. though, that there was, uh, that the Borg cubes are not slow. Well, they're not slow. They're not, not slow, slow, but they're but not nimble either. Uh, well, you they, see how much no. damage the, the Federation ships did to it before. Yeah, that's fucking... very true. But all they did was sit there and soak up damage. They didn't try to avoid the yeah, damage, yeah. is my point. Yeah, I mean... Exactly. They can't when it comes to a nimble fighter, but when it comes to something as big as the Death Star and its targeting system... And let's not forget that... How, how quickly can they change the targeting system? Uh, now that I don't know. Exactly. That I'm ignorant yeah. on. Now you see they've done it to planets and they've done it to a huge armada well, now, of ships. Hold on, hold on. I was fixing to say, assuming that the targeting system for Death Star One is not wildly different from Death Star Two, they can change it pretty quick because they targeted individual capital ships. Yeah, and they did. They targeted individual. That's what they were going after the medical frigate, and they were going after Home One Akbar ship. So they can change, assuming that the targeting system is not wildly different from Death Star 1 to Death Star 2, they can change the targeting fairly quickly. That is true. What was it that Akbar said, too, when they fucking jumped out of the oh, light? Oh, shit, dude. You can't just bring that shit on me like that. Oh, sorry for setting up a clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Now loading. Now. It's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> way, way too late. Yeah. It's over 9,000. I've, 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 I've been practicing. It's a trap. 
All right, Sheldon. You, you, you got to imagine <laughs> tentacles on my face. <laughs> oh. um, I still say Darth Darth would sense the Borg pretty quick. Because Fuck off! Yeah. <laughs> That's what he'd say, too. But uh, yeah. the Death Star is going to win with this giant. I'm a firing malator! <laughs> That's Darth Vader at the end of the fight. Fuck you, Borg! <laughs> and then if it doesn't work, like if it doesn't work, he goes. <laughs> but if it does work, the Borg Queen goes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God there's not like a 30 second pause between all of these. Like there is. Yeah. Right. Well, there is. Wait well, for it. Wait. And then, and then, hold on, hold on. Then Darth Vader forgets he has a pack of crackers in his pocket. <laughs> and that we, was the secret door, not the item found. Yeah. Oh. You did the wrong one. Yeah. Two. There you go. That's the pack of crackers. Yeah, I still prefer the secret door. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I think okay. People, I think people so, got the so, point regardless. So can, can we go around this way with our verdict? Yes. I say I say Death Star wins. Death Star's got way more going for it than the board cube does in this fight, I think. Yeah. We're going this way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Right from the start, I was going to say Death Star wins. I just wanted to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Nash? Oh, fucking Death Star, come on. Okay. I don't think any of this really matters. You're missing the bigger picture, and that is while this is happening, Q has shown up and is mouth-fucking the Emperor. (laughs) (laughs) I knew Q was going to come into play. (laughs) No one had to bring it up. I can't believe that Nash didn't bring it up. I'm surprised I did, honestly. Q Q doesn't give a shit about Okay, Dobbs. He wouldn't. Chime in, and then I have something to say. A, a, a very fucking amazing point to bring up. Bazinga. <laughs> okay, point made. Dubs. Yeah. Death Star. Okay. <laughs> oh, do you have a chance to elaborate? Well, I mean... He doesn't need I, to okay. elaborate. We elaborated from the start, dude. You know, yeah, there was more elaboration <laughs> in the beginning until the sound okay. effects. Now Slacker has something to say. Exactly. Thank you for making it dramatic. The Emperor, every bit of new technology he finds, he tries to use. And has sex with it. Who's to say he doesn't go to the board queen, go, look, we're taking over this entire fucking system, or all of these systems, you help us, I'll give you all of this shit. I don't think she would do no, with him. she's yeah, too cocky. The Borg don't yeah, negotiate. She's not going to negotiate with no. him, dude. Uh, the Borg queen is a little more logical. If, yeah, she, but, yeah, if she sees the power of the Emperor... she I don't think she... I, yeah, she's going to want it for herself. herself. She's going to try to assimilate She's going to try to, and when she realizes she can't, I think she'll turn nah. her powers These to his side. These people decide to assimilate you as a greeting. That's just like, hey, there's somebody yeah. over there. I understand that. They, they couldn't assimilate the Emperor. But now, here, here's... Either that, or she does want... assimilate the Emperor, and then the Emperor now, becomes the Here's queen. the deal with this fight. Yeah. This is the way the first fight goes. On the second board cube, the Death Star fights, the board cube wins easily because they've adapted well, to everything they've done. Cubes have uh, the, the, the time manipulators, don't they? This, well, the sphere did in... in uh, so I, would assume, I would assume cu- cubes do. Too. Well, so they lose, then go back But they time. never did that. When they lost in the other stuff, they never did that. That's true. See, I, I, see, I, don't, I don't agree with that because I think the first fight... They're just blasted by the fucking primary weapon. Second fight's when the Emperor becomes involved. And well, yeah, the Emperor's yeah. going to also devise his own strategies against... Between the Emperor and Tarkin, yeah. they're going to... <laughs> yeah, the Emperor won't get involved right away. He'll throw these people. In yeah, or he brings... That's who he brings in. If you're yeah. familiar with the Expanded Universe at all, the Emperor actually brings Grand Admiral Thrawn in. He would bring in Thrawn. Yeah. 
So it'd be but, the Death Star unless a piece of debris flies into that hole and then accidentally blows up the Death Star. Because that is not the thing is that is not an easy <laughs> destruction. On the it outside took, of the ship, it is not on. an easy. It took one of the most powerful Jedi. Well, at that point, it was a force That's when it kind of turned. Not only out. that, it took it took extreme studying of the Death Star to even find that. Yes, and then once they did it, it still took a force user exactly. to do it. I yeah, mean, there are only how many guys I mean, you're, you're, you're acting like, uh, you even, know, a space gal can drive by and lob a grenade in and do pretty it. Pretty much. Even in the second <laughs> Death Star, when they obviously should have, uh, you know, maybe put a door over it. Wasn't it wasn't finished. Lando wasn't was able to take all. care of it. Well, they were able to fly in, but it wasn't Lando. finished. It's obviously was, the biggest name in the Star Wars I was going to say, they actually flew into the core on the second one. Yeah. yeah. The first I, one The first one was a... a um, exhaust. Well, it was an extra exhaust port that wasn't supposed to be there. Right. Actually, just feel bad for all the contractors who were on the second desk. I know all those. Shit, all those I, I don't feel bad. A real contractor follows this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he was knocking on his cock. I've got balls of steel. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of myself for being able to spark that much of a heated debate just by pretending to be ignorant. That was great. All right. So Death Star wins. We're all in yeah. agreement. Star Troopers are so, so smart. How come they live in igloos? We're going to get so much hate mail. I have it. Oh, okay. I got you now. I got you now. All right. Uh, uh, Oh, you know, one of the... If you're familiar with Expanded Universe at all... Duff, man. Can't breathe. There is a... uh, There's a chick, a costuming chick, and she's at a lot of the conventions. We know her, or I know her. And she has done one of the best Star Wars costumes I've ever seen. Do I know her? Uh, No. And... uh, Well, fuck you. And it's actually an expanded universe costume. She's done a Tenokaw costume. Seriously? Yeah. Or there, there's a oh, picture sure. of it Who's right that? there. Tenokaw is an expanded universe character. Uh, 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 expanded? Warrior. <laughs> but no, no, no. The, Tenokaw is a stupid name. I'm sorry. Tenokaw. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. But the you know what's stupid about her? Is that the chick with the long ponytail? Or? It's the chick who uses a lightsaber whip. No, it's not. Tenokaw? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Dude, you're a yeah. dumbass. Dude, I just made myself sound yeah. really, really, yeah. really yeah, dumbass. Dumb. Even I didn't know that either. Yeah. <laughs> no, check it out. I was just fucking with him. The coolest thing, remember she's got the Rancor uh, tooth lightsaber? Yeah. Dude, she even made that. That is pure badass. Times man. like this, I, well, actually, I'm sure you wish you could see it, too. Uh, I can't. <laughs> that, that is I, pure I, badassery. I, Whatever I, it is, it's I'll badass. I'll put it up with the post. Yeah, I'm it, looking forward to seeing her costume at the convention, because it looks amazing. That lightsaber. She goes by her online name is Rebel Alliance Barbie. I, I'm sure you've heard of her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's but, the one uh, Barbie they have not made yet. Rebel Alliance Barbie. Well, she is Rebel Alliance Barbie, so. <laughs> but her costume's badass. I, and I'll get pictures of it at the convention. Or trademark, whichever she did. No, I don't think she could. I know. I made that up. Back in the room after some rookie collapse. Right. And uh <laughs> and uh here here's the deal. Saturday night we're yes. going to do something with the listeners at Celebration Five. We're not sure what yet. Yeah, we It'll may, probably be something along the lines of human centipede. We may bring <laughs> protection. Hey, we can make a rip drug. We may Free hugs line. We may do a live episode, uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe. If we feel like it. Or what more than likely we'll do is a listener get-together. Now, where do you want to do it Saturday night, the listener get-together? I I recommend somewhere there around Port Orlando. I recommend Miller's Ale House, Hooters. um, Ale House. Oh, no, Ale House isn't taking that night, is it? Mm -mm. And we know where that is. Anywhere's fine, as long as there's tits. Okay, why don't we do that? Even if we're going to do a live episode, what we'll do... We'll meet up at the Ale House. Saturday night at Celebration (laughs) 5... 
Alehouse International Drive, 8 o'clock, meet up. At the very least, you'll get to hang out with the Slacker Demand crew. If we decide to do a live episode, we'll leave from there to go do the live episode, live studio audience. And uh, you may get to see the man Porky yeah. Pig in it. Well, that's a guarantee. All you have to do is say Porky Pig or something that kind of rhymes with it, and he'll whip yep. it out. Yeah, I mean. What rhymes with Porky Pig? Porky uh, Big. <laughs> I made what? that up. But it's, 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 Porky's big. I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a dorky dig. Uh, I think we're reaching. I'm not even, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even, uh, yeah. I'm not even fucking true. All right, I think we're going to wrap up uh, episode 130, our Star Please. Wars special. Now that we're um, sufficiently pissed off, every, <laughs> every Firefly flan, blah, 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 flan, every Firefly yeah. flan, all those uh, Firefly desserts we pissed yeah. off. Hell yeah. Um, all right, so we're looking forward to Celebration. And don't worry, there will be. I'm sure next week we'll have a lot of stories from Celebration to tell. Or none. Um, <laughs> you'll be able to spot us Celebration. We'll have the hats on. We'll be there, and I'm sure we're not going to be hard to pick out in a crowd no matter what we're doing. So We'll be the ones stupering. Stupering? Drunken stupor? Ah, I got you now. You had to explain <laughs> I don't, it. I don't think stupering's a real verb, but <laughs> we'll make it. Let's start that rumor. Like All we right. haven't butchered the English language enough. Rumor? Yeah. What the yeah. hell are you the talking up, about, Dobbs? Alright, so for episode 130 of Slacker in the Man, <laughs> this is Dobbs. Who can't speak right. It's even bigger than you imagine. Luke, I am your second cousin. <laughs> I'm the slacker. I'm the man, and Star Wars is my favorite pro-incest movie series ever. Hell yeah. Crude, but effective. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, hysteria. Everyone must please, not panic. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. Episode 131 of Slacker Man at SlackerNeman.com. I'm your host, The Man. We also have Dobbs. Hello. KSV. I'm actually Dr. Moves. Nash. There are a lot more dents in the world, be afraid. And Slacker. I like my moves. We are, as you'll be able to tell from this episode, uh, we're fresh back from uh, Star Wars Celebration 5 in sunny Orlando. How would they know that? Florida. Orlando. I said, as you'll be able to tell in the episode. Oh, as you will be able to. Okay. That's what I said. That makes more sense. Um, I meant they already know. I'm like confused. 
Uh, and uh, I'm sure this is going to be mostly a celebration fight. We've got way too much to talk about from celebration. So I'm sure this will be a celebration heavy episode. Um, there believe, was lots believe, of Star Wars stuff. The end. Believe it or the not, sober for. the man got drunk. No. One no. night. Only one night, though. Did he porky pig it? Well, a night Actually, yes, he did. Actually, yes, he did. I forgot at that. At the party. Kind of goes to kind of sub. Yes, at the party. At the party. party. Yeah. I don't oh, remember thank that. Thank God I couldn't he see left, anything. No, he, left, he left boxers on, but he dropped drawers. Yeah, it was right next to the bar. I was like, you said, do you dare me to Porky Piggot? I'm like, no, because there's no point, and you dropped out. Yeah. I made a hilarious video of him trying to eat a cheeseburger. I put it on YouTube. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all right. Let's let's start at the beginning. Slacker and I headed up Thursday evening. We didn't go to the the con on Thursday. We got yeah. up there Thursday night. Uh, Friday we hit the con, and I've got oh, oh, there's something about Thursday that has to oh, be cleared right, up. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. Thursday night we're in the hotel room. Oh no, right? no, 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 this no, no, is listen, not where listen, I'm listen, starting. Listen, this involves listen. gay sex. I mean, it does. <laughs> I'm in the hotel room, right? Oh, yeah. And I look over. Guess what? Slacker's dick. watching on TV. Yeah, nice Slacker's try watching one. gay porn on television. Nice try oh. with that one. And uh, and oh, now you might want to explain hold on, what hold on, actually hold on. happened. Hold on, hold on. You, you mean gay softcore porn? Yes, yeah, softcore. Okay. It was a dude blowing another dude though. But you can only see the back on, of his head, on. and the guy you, like, oh. Yeah. You want to hear a joke? <laughs> sure. What does Slacker have in common with an ambulance? <laughs> what? They both get loaded from the rear and go woo woo woo. <laughs> 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 that's actually pretty funny. That is pretty good. That's actually pretty funny. He didn't write it. No. No, 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 no. Okay, Slacker, so maybe you'd like to say what actually happened? Um, there's really no point. <laughs> I think there's a point. Yeah. Uh, the, the man turned on one of those real sex things so on, the man on HBO. On. I turned and, on chicks. And it. at the end of it, there happened to be a scene of a guy blowing another guy. And, of course, the man says he didn't watch it. But. Well, the funniest part is... Yeah, how would he know you saw it? It's like being on the Barbie aisle in Toys R Us and someone catch you. You're like, bitch, you're here, too. Well, the funniest <laughs> part is, as soon as it happened, I posted on Twitter in the Which hotel room, Slacker's watching gay porn, I'm kind of afraid, you know? Well, the rest of the weekend, every time a listener would see us and come up and talk to us, they're like, hey, Slacker, still watching gay porn? But was, <laughs> was it was it regular gay porn? Uh, no, uh, softcore gay porn. So, but, but it was yeah, regular? Yeah, it was regular yeah. gay okay. porn. But uh, mm. so no trannies. And How much danger are we no in of losing our gay fans? Probably not much, right? Mm. Now. Mm. I think we only had one. Now, the ambulance probably. joke killed in the gay community. That's but anyway, true. that's true. Um, thir- or uh, Friday we went to the actual celebration convention, <laughs> and I will say, man, this this that is the most fun I've had at the at a convention. Holy that, shit, it was overwhelming. I honestly at first. felt like a ten year old kid again. In the convention, there's just so much. You stuff. were also trying to fuck ten year old. I'm going to edit that. He felt the ten year old kid again. <laughs> but in that convention, man, the life size props, the uh, the all the people in costume, all of the the vendors selling the stuff. I mean, it just really and honestly, it, the life size uh, tie interceptor. Interceptor. Uh, you and those guys, tell me death sticks. Those guys were from Belgium. Yeah. How in the hell did they get that thing shipped from Belgium to here, man? I mean, you know how much that On would probably plane? cost no. to ship that though. It's a lot. A lot. Of but yeah, it was. Uh, there's well, who says who says celebration didn't pay for the shipping costs? Uh, 
Yeah, I doubt that. Dude, for a for that accurate of a uh, life size prop, and, and anything we're talking about here, there's tons of there's two albums. If you go to slackerdemand.com, go to the photo section. There's over 150 pictures from the weekend, so you can go check those out. Most of those from Friday because Saturday we were no Saturday over. Saturday there's there's quite a few no, from Saturday. Not as much as Friday. I think there's 90 something from Friday and 60 something from Saturday because Saturday I took a lot of pictures of the diorama. That's and shit true. Like that. yeah. I took no pictures. I'm very greedy with my memories. <laughs> well, and uh, dude, the costumes. I've got to give it to the Star Wars community. They do some of the best costumes out of any franchise. They man. do. And attention to detail, screen accurate. And for some reason, it, it was kind of weird. And for those of you that don't know Expanding Universe, you don't even know who this is. But the most of the same costume, other than Stormtroopers and Clone Troopers, obviously. Yeah. But the most of an individual character we saw all weekend was Mara Jade. Mm-hmm. There were Mara Jade costumes every fucking way. There were. It was and, surprising. Uh, Friend of the show of ours, uh, Anesthetic, she was there in a Mara Jade costume. The be- honestly, the best Mara Jade costume I saw all weekend. The lightsaber was fucking amazing. And uh, and I know she was there Saturday in the uh, in the Slave Leia steampunk Slave Leia outfit, and didn't get to see that. But we did get to see the uh, she was hanging out with a steampunk Boba Fett on Friday, and that was that awesome. was amazing, dude. The, the steampunk community is amazing with its attention to detail. Oh, it is. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it's awesome, but. Uh, and you know they had a full size uh, uh, e web blaster with a snowtrooper on it yep. there. Um, they had the corridor from the Falcon there. You could take pictures, of, which was funny because they had a guy dressed up as a Duros walking <laughs> in it. That dude, and he was trying to walk like he was almost uh, zero g, you know, or light <laughs> gravity. Dude, he almost busted his ass. <laughs> Honestly, we saw so many people fall. If we could have had a camera going at all times, we could sell a video of oh, yeah. CV Pratt falls. Oh yeah. Also, to understand, uh, Darth Vader on an escalator is surprisingly hilarious. You know, I didn't uh, notice that until you actually can... see it. It's not. It's not that funny. But like him, just like standing there, like mm-hmm, <laughs> just kind of staring up, like helplessly. But uh, and then and then I killed a guy. Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Friday night was the 501st party, which I personally had a blast. Oh, you always do. Oh, and I did. And I paid for it the next oh, day. Oh, oh, the man had a blast. All right. Hold on, we'll get to that. Hold on. And we have to thank our good Whose buddy. Blast did he have? We got to thank our good buddy Mo. Yeah, uh, we can't yeah. say for what, but he helped us out in a bind. So uh, Slacker and I especially have to say a big thank you to our buddy Mo from the Wolfpack Elite. To Mo. To Mo. Um, let's see. Uh, you guys played. You did, from what I remember, an amazing job. <laughs> oh, it was it was an awesome show. The, I personally uh, kicked a lot of ass, invisible ass, because you were doing nothing but <laughs> oh, I was like spoiling around like an idiot. But yeah. <laughs> shit, my job was easy, man. They had a fifteen thousand dollars digital soundboard there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they had a soundboard lazy. with a purple velvet turntable on it. <laughs> yeah, me though, there, there's a lot of video of me uh, whenever I'm on stage. They always just happen to be capturing when I'm just like standing there looking helpless, just grabbing you, the mic, just kind of staring at the ground. You do other stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm like, I'm overcompensating on this show. I'm jumping around like a fucking. Now moron. I will say, at the 501st party, um, I had I had I had to urinate extremely bad. <laughs> Bathrooms were crowded as hell. So we go outside where the pool's at, and I'm standing in the bushes pissing, right? In the bush and Wow, heritage coming with through. With my ding dong. See, you don't even have a dip in. I do, I do hold back the accent, but it does slip every now and then. But anyways, I'm pissing in the bushes. 
and I don't know what happened. I'd been having stomach problems the last two days. He turned into an 80-year-old man. <laughs> I did. I'm in mid-sentence talking to Slacker, and all of a sudden, man, I just sharded bigger than that. <laughs> but it was so funny because most of the time he's playing around with shit, but he was like, oh, shit, I just sharded. We need to go. Yeah, that was serious. <laughs> it was like it was, that Philip Seymour Hoffman moment. Yeah, it was, I forget it was, what that movie was called, but... It, it, was, it was it was bad. It was funny as hell. Um, came Polly. That's what. It was. But uh, <laughs> both happy and disappointed. I missed that. Um, and then uh, Saturday we did a hungover convention. Uh, yeah, a very hungover convention for the man. Anyway, Saturday night we Slacker had our, couldn't get drunk. Friday we had our. Uh, Why did you go all third person? I'm just curious because I'm amazing. He just saw I'm too Rose awesome so for Saturday night. We had our listener get together, met some new listeners. That was yeah, awesome. That was cool, man. Um, we didn't make the Wolfpack Elite party that night, or the, the Dark Side it, Grotto yes, party. It was not Excuse a Wolfpack me. party. No, um, oh wait, I do have more stories from the 501st get together. Um, I was very intoxicated that night. I'll admit that. No. And I'm standing there talking to some dudes I don't know. I'm sure they were stormtroopers. And uh, this guy comes up. He's just got on a Star Wars T-shirt. You know, an older guy. And he starts talking to us, and he's got a British accent. So I start breaking his balls about having a British accent. You know, bip, bip, cheerio, motherfucker. Yeah. And he's because you don't talk weird at all. <laughs> and, and he's a good sport. He's, you know, he's, he's playing into it and all. When he walks off, one of the other 501st guys goes, hey, dude, do you know who that was? I said, no, nah, I had no idea. He said, it's Jeremy Bullock. Like, Boba Fett Jeremy Bullock? He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, what's he going to do? Just... Fall yeah. down a Sarlacc, yeah, well. Sarlacc pit. Now I want to go ahead and say this before Nash uh, says his story because he's always got a better one than me, motherfucker. Why is your life so much more interesting than mine? Anyway, um, I, I had a chance to uh, wait till you hear that. I was, I was in the VIP lounge where uh, where uh, Seth Green and Matt Seinert were. Um, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, so anyway, everyone's uh, standing around trying to talk to Seth Green, but he's standing there with his wife, and he's like getting kind of pissed off. So I see Matt Seinrich in the in the corner, all like, you know, "Hey, why didn't anyone want to talk to me?" And I managed to meet him, gave him a copy of Cypherite CD. Hopefully, he's listened to it by now. Isn't uh, it Seinrich? Whatever the hell it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad the music was loud because I called him Seinrich. <laughs> hey, that's what, <laughs> that's what I should have done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know Seth Green was there. Um, I actually managed to hang out with him for a little bit, man. Yeah, he, he hung out cool. with Seth, motherfucker. Well, and... Uh, Tiny little bastard. I was about to oh, say, yeah, he's did, a did he have guy. a high chair? <laughs> Sit at the big boy we, table uh, We also had another run-in with a celebrity we didn't realize was a celebrity until <laughs> we got home. We were standing there by the stage. No, you can, dude. I mean, she's she's famous. Yeah. She's been That's on enough. TV. She's been on two highly rated TV shows and one not so highly rated TV right. show. If you're, if you're a reality TV star at a con, you're fucking big news. Yeah, yeah and she was. But uh, we, yeah. we were standing by the stage waiting on the show to start. There's these two girls standing behind us, and they've got LED lights in their shirts where the nipples go. And Slacker and I were joking that, around about it, and I said something to him. I can't remember for the life of me what I said to him. I was annoyed with. I don't know, but but you. That's the kind of thing that would give you sensory overload, honestly. And uh, that once we got flashing nipples, yeah, I was going through other people's CV pictures, and I found pictures from the 501st batch. Yeah, well, one of them that we were talking to then was Adrian Curry from um, the Surreal Life. She's the one that married one of the Brady guys. She was on America's Next Top Model. See if y'all if y'all could have banged. Turd and it had been like banging a Brady by proxy on It would have been. We would have yeah. been an Eskimo brother with a Brady. Yeah. You know what an yeah, Eskimo brother is? Yes, I, um, okay. I could piece together. I don't think I'd brag about that. Uh-huh. I would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have you heard half the shit I've bragged about? You know what else oh, I yeah, wouldn't okay. brag about, Dobbs? You did just the fact brag that you're wearing sharding. reading glasses all the time. 
They're not reading glasses. Uh, that's what you told us. No, 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 no. You no, told no. us they were reading glasses. Did he not say they were reading glasses? It makes them look more intelligent and distinguished somehow. I expect that to be funny. It isn't. <laughs> no. Not at all. Um, anyway, so, uh, and I guess there's there's big news from, uh, it actually made national news sources <laughs> from Saturday night at the Wolfpack Elite, or not the Wolfpack Elite party. <laughs> Slacker me. and the man were not there, just to. The, uh, the Dark Side Grotto party, which the Wolfpack Elite participated in. <laughs> Um. Yeah, we weren't there, and the way I found out about the story is, you fucking listeners, you're ha ha funny. Sent me a thing going, "Hey, Adrian Curry was molested at a party at CV. It wasn't you, was it?" And my first thought That's not was, that funny. My first thought was, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I'm thinking 501st party. I'm thinking. I remember most everything, but see, nah. see even you had to question yeah, yourself. I, to I remember me and her not having my pants on. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I remember me Porky pigging it. Damn. So I looked up the story, but evidently what happened, and all the news sources say, was that a drunk guy accosted her at a Star Wars convention. Much well, like a lunchroom lady accosted a certain... Yeah, we've got to get into that because we have a new yeah. molestation story we found out about. The um, thing is I've actually forgotten which one this is. Oh, oh my God. God. Why don't you just tell us when we get to that all the ones that you haven't told us. Anyway. I, 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 I remember them like one at a time. Really anyway, good. anyway. Um, what actually happened, and I talked to one of the uh, Wolfpack Elite security guys, right, to find out what the actual story was. Because they're getting the Wolfpack elites getting a backlash because some of the people that were already anti Wolfpack were saying, "See what happens when you go to a Wolfpack elite." They party? handled it pretty well. I will uh, well, say. and the, dude, honestly, I mean, Moe's in the Wolfpack elite security. Yeah. Those, those guys do a good job of handling that large of a crowd. You have got to give the Wolfpack security guys at their parties that they do a very good job handling the crowd. And I've honestly never had one of their security guys be an asshole to me. No, no, thank you. And I've been drunk and annoying at their parties before. Really? But you you drunk yeah. and annoying? Anyway, what a- evidently what happened after the party was over, um, they're standing on the curb outside the club. It's like 2.15 in the morning. And Adrian Curry's standing there. She's got on a slave Leia outfit, right? Nice. Well, this drunk guy comes up behind her, lifts her skirt, and gives her a finger stinger, right? And mm-hmm. for those of you who can't interpret that, that's a finger in the butthole. Well, I think no one plays well, well, the butthole 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 butthole. 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 It could be. Well, either well, not way, not necessarily. We're not talking like you at the Pulse. We're talking like right. Either yeah. way, and the Wolfpack guys that were standing there, of course, they didn't realize what happened. What happened? They thought he, he was just grab assing, so they just kind of pushed him off. And evidently, he was stumbling drunk. When they pushed him off, he gets in his jeep and somehow drives off. Well, a few minutes later, he drives back up <laughs> and starts trying to talk to her and get her phone number and shit, so, right? I, so how did you avoid jail exactly? <laughs> <laughs> well, then they detained him. You know, they set him down. And, you know, and then he starts making disparaging comments towards the other women there, the girlfriends of the Wolfpack security guys. Yeah, that's a good... And they, you know, I'm sure for them that was a chore to hold back. You know, so they just detained him, and then the cops did show up. The gentleman was arrested. You got to tell me, did he go up to her and say, I was inside? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then, but evidently, he wasn't even a con goer. He was just a random guy that happened to show up at that club that night, a local. So he wasn't even a con goer. Of course, that's not the way the national news is spinning it. It was a Star Wars tradition. Exactly. He was probably like, why y'all got all those fruity costumes on? Yeah. Yeah, at least at our convention, Darth Vader didn't rob a bank, or Harry Potter didn't stab anybody in the eye. Yeah. Um, with a pen. With a pen. Well, <laughs> yeah, dude, the right? Darth Vader, I saw at the fucking 501st party, though. He could do whatever the hell he wanted. That was a big much. dude. That man. was a big bitch. Yeah. Man, speaking of horrible Darth Vaders, we saw a Darth Vader. Nobody mentioned a horrible Darth Vader. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude, this is pretty badass Darth Vader. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Nash, you're cool. 
Yeah, I'm I still want to know why the man doesn't get the Benny Hill song, probably because that would like go on. Because he's like, sounding the soundboard. Yeah. Why would he do it to himself? I'm done talking. Plus, no songs that long. <laughs> Slacker out. We did. <laughs> we did get one interview at uh, Celebration Five, and we're going to play that now. Uh, um, KSV actually got to interview uh, Lando Calrissian at Celebration Five. You ready to play that? Uh, well, I thought it wasn't there. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. All right, go ahead. Play it, KSV. All right, here we go. Hi, I'm KSV here for Slacker and the Man, uh, slackerandtheman.com. They're going to get pissed at me if I don't say that. I'm interviewing Lando Calrissian. That's right, Billy D. Williams himself. How are you doing today, sir? Why, you slightly double-crossing, no-good swindler. Um, uh, we, we have a podcast, and uh, uh, they, they wanted me to inter- you, you know, things went really well last time I saw you. Uh, we were talking about the family guy. I was the guy that kind of air-humped you. I, you. What? This deal is getting worse all the time. But, but, okay, you know, it could be. And guys, guys what the hell am I supposed to do here? He's not giving me anything to work with. And who might you be? Uh, I'm KSV. KSV. I may not have mentioned that. Uh, Slacker and the Man of SlackerandTheMan.com. Um, I'm the administrator of this facility. Oh, shit. You threw, the, you threw all this together. Now, we're, we're responsible for the Wolfpack party. Was that, what, what, what the hell? Uh, this, this bit's falling apart. Uh, no, not actually. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, okay, well, that's fucking hilarious. I'm going to keep going. Oh, okay, thank you very much. Um, so, uh, I've kind of lost my train of thought here. But, Mr. Calrissian, uh, yes. do, you, do, you have soul, do you have soul glow in your hair? Uh, yeah, we thought that would work. Thank, uh, I, was, I was getting a little excited there. I thought my ass was saved here. Okay. Uh, nope. Fuck my operational. It's operational, yes. Um, what else? Actually. You got any clips of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, Detective John Kimball? Stop it! Keep going, you're doing good. This is Detective John Kimball! We'll last longer than we will against that Death Star. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so um, this is a real interview. I'm actually uh, talking to you. This isn't just a bunch of sound bites and me talking off the cuff here. No. All right, old buddy. I didn't even understand those what the hell you just said. Is that a bad Austin Powers impression? Movie. That's, that's for sure. Where'd you get going, you pirate? <laughs> pirate, bitch, I'm all ninja. Fuck you. We've got to give him more time. You know, I was way too fucking nice to you when I... First of all, I have no idea what that what means. But I was way too nice to you when I was talking about you were the biggest uh, person at Megacon, even though you were, because let's face it, for the most part, everyone's still like... Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what I tell them every time they bitch that you weren't a big enough name. I said, he's fucking Billy D. Williams. I stood up for you, you son of a bitch, and now you're going to throw fucking sound clips at me? Fuck you. Tell you what, why don't me and you do a tag team? Like, no, well, you like, get it from wow, that mouth, that, I get it from out wrong. What? <laughs> do what? Me and you versus Billy D. Williams and Jesse Ventura. This to the death. It's getting worse all the time. Can, can, can I get Billy D? Yeah. I like my odds better. It's, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get done to my ship. As it's been established, I, I want to fight Jesse Ventura. Oh, why not? That could be fun. Uh, so Dobbs was a part of this interview, too. Uh, what else did you ask him, Dobbs? I'm just talking over the interview at this point. Oh, oh, oh. So uh, Dobbs isn't actually here now as, as I'm recording this live. No, uh, you're schizophrenic. Oh, okay. That works. <laughs> we have bestowed that upon you now. Dobbs just randomly talking. That's not surprising. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Dobbs, uh, I'm not hearing you, so I'm going to stop talking to you and start talking to Lando again. So, uh, Lando, are you, uh, are you currently a part of any new projects? <laughs> sure. All right, all right, all right. What the hell, man? KSB, you were the worst interviewer ever. Yeah, yeah no, that really sucked. No. I mean, I, I gotta say, dude, that that was pretty fucking bad. 
<laughs> pretty sure Billy D. Williams is going to ride out that Lando thing. For I the rest started of that by like, life. okay, you turn your tape recorder on. I'm going to put this acid under my tongue, and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's what happens when you don't. It's a trap. Why does it sound like everybody's talking through a parking car? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, getting back to yeah, that. That was great. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm glad you guys didn't tell me all about that one so I could spoil um, it. We, we did get some news at Celebration 5 when we were there. Um, of course, John Stewart interviewed George Lucas in an hour-long interview. Um, they released a uh, John Stewart uh Stormtrooper action figure. With two oh, that's heads. Cool. Yeah, it's got two heads. One head is regular John Stewart, and the other head is the John Stewart with the Spock, evil Spock beard. He had that for like three days. Yeah, but they released the action figure with it. Um, and then a bit of controversy. Lucas announced in that interview <laughs> that uh, you know the Blu-ray for the six movie set is coming out uh, next year, 2011, spring of 2011, I want to say. And Greedo's going to shoot twice. He, <laughs> no, he said not it's going to have a lot of, uh, of never-before-seen deleted scenes. And he said, I'll give you one of them now. So they play the scene, and it's uh, from Return of the Jedi. It's Vader. And you can see this on our website if Lucas hasn't pulled it yet. Yes, yes. Yeah, I tried to check it out. Okay, so don't worry. You can Google it. I mean, it's still up somewhere. I'll try to replace that link. But anyway, it's Vader calling out to Luke through the Force in Return of the Jedi. Then it flashes to Luke. Luke's got on his hood. He's in Obi-Wan's hut, and he's finishing his lightsaber. It shows him sliding the final piece into place, pressing the button, and the you know the lightsaber activating. The only problem is, uh, yesterday, Monday, for those of us um, recording tonight, uh, Mark Hamill came out and made an official press statement and said, I don't know where that scene come from, but that's not me. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, so uh, one of two things happened. One of two things happened. Either it was a stunt double at the time of shooting. Because he wasn't there. Or Lucas made that shit up to have something to put on the DVD. Probably the second. Yeah, probably. I would say. But you know, but that's kind of funny because Mark Hamill still works heavily with Lucas stuff. I'm surprised yeah, he, he came out and said that. Um, but uh, it creates controversy and gets yeah. people to talk about yeah, it. Exactly. Express. Actually, that might, that might be the third option. That this is all... Uh, that's a very good, very good point. Um, we also found out that Darth Maul's brother is going to be in season three of the uh, Clone Wars cartoon. And there was a uh, a chalk drawing of him. Yeah, there was an amazing was awesome. dude. I took What's some pictures name? of uh, the brother. Oh, I don't we know. don't know yet. Uh, Chuck. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dick Trickle. Darth Chuck. <laughs> Dick Trickle. Darth Trickle. Chuck he's, Maul. <laughs> Chuck Maul. Anyway. Has it been confirmed that he's going to be a... Uh, 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 a Darth sick. Apprentice? I don't think so from the pictures I've seen. From the pictures I've seen, I think he's just a badass warrior. Yeah. But, um... So he's not even a Darth something. He's, just he's something yellow. Bro. Right. Ooh. Yellow. But, chicken shit. Darth pee-pee. But yeah, there was this guy doing a sidewalk tra- drawing. Well, it wasn't just one the- guy. There were a bunch of people well, doing it. Yes, way, it was awesome. It was amazing. And there's pictures of that on slackerdemand.com in the photo Ooh. section. But, um... What else did we hear from Lucas, uh... I'm trying to think what other news we had from the uh, from Lucas. Um, um, we got the Blu-ray coming out, the the Wolfpack thing. Oh, we got to see. We didn't get to play because the line was so long, but we did get to see somebody else playing the Force Unleashed two. They sucked. Yeah. The game looked good though. But yes, the game looked the game amazing. looked awesome. Um, it's so unfun to watch a hack play a video game. <laughs> oh, we got a uh, one of the big things Lucas has got coming out next year is a uh, there's a new comic book series and a new novel series coming out called written Night Errant. Written by the Aaron. same person. Yeah, written by the same person. Both the comic and the novel series are going to be written by the same person. It's called Night Errant. It takes place in the Old Republic. Oh, and okay. we got a preview of both the novel and the comic. And I, Slacker and I both read them. It looks pretty damn good. Yeah, it's actually pretty Bas- awesome. The basic premise is there's a Jedi Knight and this is the time 
It's about a generation before Darth Bane. Right. Because oh, wow. the it, that before the rule of two was right. Because there's exactly. the Sith Empire and then there's the Republic. Gotcha. Well, she's gonna go out into the Sith Empire and take the battle to the Sith by her fucking self. Basically, what it is <laughs> Good is luck with that. is this Jedi Knight from what I get has basically gone against the Council and is out in Sith space on her own. Yes. And trying to make a difference. Yes, that's exactly... Basically on a small scale, you know, planet by planet, neighborhood by neighborhood, trying to make a difference in Sith space. Um, we did find out that the final book in the Fate of the Jedi series is going to be called Apocalypse, um, which I know that's not news to most people. To me, I was excited because I read the series, but... Uh, it's going to be an X-Men crossover. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, oh, they had an awesome statue there of a, uh, a zombie stormtrooper from Death Troopers. You ever they read did. Death Troopers? No. I have it. It's the zombie book they did. It's it actually pretty good. It takes really? place right before uh, Episode 4, and it's Han and Chewie are in a prison, and the stormtroopers get turned into zombies. I'll go to some mess <laughs> Yeah, it's it the, is canon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's book canon. Book canon, yeah. Right under G canon. Yeah, it's the next canon under film canon. Ah, well, it's the next canon under what George <laughs> Lucas says is canon. Well, no, he approves the stories I, in the I, books. That's I why do understand they're... that, but G canon is considered, if George Lucas flat out says it, it's canon. Oh, that's true. That's true. Which is the movies. But... Anyway, also from Celebration 5... Uh, My sl- penis is hard. Slacker, or not Slacker, uh, Nash and uh, KSV. I know y'all had to have other stories other than what we were talking about. Or not. No, we no. can't really top you porky pigging it and uh, sticking your finger <laughs> in a uh, chick's ass. I did not stick my finger in any... Well, the man, I did not stick my finger in Adrian Curry. The, man, the man actually sharted twice during... Summer. One we won't talk about. The other one was in the <laughs> restaurant Saturday night when we were at the listener get-together. <laughs> a, lot, a lot happened to me uh, Friday, but nothing really interesting. Just uh, Actually, now that I think of it, the one in the restaurant was KSV's fault. Oh, yeah? Dude, you told me you twisted the wrong way. And I did. Shit your he pants. tapped me on the shoulder and I twisted too fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, I guess that's totally me then. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. I, uh, let's see. I got KSV's girl drunk. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought know. that was going in a completely different direction. <laughs> <laughs> no. She no. was pretty fucking wasted. That, yes. was, that, was, that, yes. was, that was an interesting yeah. Did I help you out? Uh, well, I was already being helped out at the point, so... Did you... Like, you didn't get no doo-doo sex? I didn't get more late because of it, no. Are you sure? Can you be 100% sure of that? You should say thank you to me just in case. Okay, sure. Thanks. And you now, have to call him daddy. No, don't call me daddy. <laughs> uh, and Poppy. And let Poppy. Me, let me say this. This is something else from Saturday night. Uh, Dusty, our listener Dusty, was kind enough to give us a ride from the hotel to the listener party, but we found out he has a odd fetish for rubbing doo-doo in people's hair. Yeah, I don't think that was Dusty. <laughs> but it has to be clean doo-doo. I don't think that was Dusty. Dusty. What the fuck is clean doo-doo? I guess yeah. no dirt in it, maybe? It, well, know. according to him, it has something to do with Lysol. Like fresh, uh, you know, maybe... Lysol. Person with a, with a hairless ass. I don't know. All I know is Dusty has a doo-doo fetish. Okay. <laughs> and he likes to rub it in people's hair. I don't know. Are you, you know. lying? No, no, that was the conversation we had in the car on oh, the way it to was, the... It was indeed the conversation we had in the car. <laughs> I'm both shocked and not surprised at the same time. Oh, but... Uh, let's see, um, I'm going to try to do a spoiler-free movie review. Me and Nash saw, saw yeah. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World Saturday. Very, okay. very Which now, I thought it was going to be pretty good, but I thought it was going to be worth a few laughs. It turned out it was fucking amazing. Um... Uh, anybody ever play the video game River City Ransom on the no, NES? Never heard of that. Yes. <laughs> Both. Now I, I I managed to download the game on uh, wow. PlayStation Network and saw the movie, and like they are both heavily inspired by this game. It is very obvious. Um, what, whenever Scott beats someone up in either the movie or the game, they turn into like quarters and shit. Just, like, <laughs> <scattered> <laughs> place. Uh, fucking. Uh, 
Very Does he obvious. go to the arcade after he gets the quarters? No, he doesn't go to the arcade. Yeah. Uh, pretty much, you know, spends it on you bus, know, bus fare. And yeah. Now, in the game, like, he spends it on uh, food items that increase his stats, ah, just like okay. in River City Ransom. Okay. Um, fucking, it's, it's absolutely badass. Uh, before most of the fights with any of the uh, evil exes, there's always, like, a big... Like a uh, big production thing where they like like have them squared off and then just like <laughs> versus like appears in the middle of them. Whatever <laughs> yeah. he beats one is always like that big old KO. And, like, oh, so the the animation stuff you saw in the trailer is actually in the movie. Yeah, that yeah. shit that shit all happens. Your favorite guy Chris Evans was in it. Well, now I have a good point. Chris about, Evans uh, goes out like a bitch. I'm not yeah. gonna say well, how. Hold on, hold on. I have a good point. You know, a couple of the pro Chris Evans people that I've heard from, there's been very few. But a couple of the pro Chris Evans people, part of their reasoning that he would make a good Captain America is he's a, a bankable actor. He's a good box office draw. That was why Marvel cast him as Captain America. Well, evidently he's not that fucking bankable because you know Scott Pilgrim only made ten million dollars. Yeah, but he wasn't. It's not like it was Chris Evans. It, it, it's still the point yeah. is it had him in it, had him in the trailer. His yeah. name's on the poster. You kind of assume that he has a bigger part than he does. Uh, from yeah, I would did. have, but. You know, and that's worth just, it watching watching him get his ass. Which you know, it, it's funny because that movie had slacker. We are trying to run a show. Please quit doing everything you can to distract everybody. The entire time watching um, it, I'm like, the man would fucking love this because they play him every bit as up. much of the cocky prick that you see him as. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. once like, again, what like does Chris Evans play in this movie? Like, a douche! Like that part, oh! the part in the trailer where a douche shows up, giving him skateboards, like, oh, big fan. Why wouldn't you be? That's that. Yeah, that's totally the way. That's him. He played himself. Um, but, uh, you know, Chris, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world was funny to me because that movie had a huge push before, for months before it came out. It was a trending topic on Twitter all weekend and still only made $10 million. Even, even so, if you think you're mildly interested in seeing this movie, you're underestimating it's, it. No, it's, it's easily like the best, uh, video game movie I've seen. Apparently the secret is to not make it about a video game at all. Uh, or just it, don't let Yui Bowl be part of it. There you go. <laughs> I think but that that's the biggest key. It's a lot like uh, the video game movie I tried to make and failed. It wasn't about anyone in particular, just filled with all these cliches. Well, I do want to see it. I refuse to pay to go see it because I don't want to put any money in oh, it. Oh, it's worth even. But uh, nah, I won't. I'll well, download fine. it. I'll get it from Uncle Joe. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do want to see it. But uh, Now, speaking of video game movies, real quick, I finally saw Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I no, actually no, no, no. kind of liked it. Other than really? other yeah. than um, the Klein guy's acting. What's his name? Chris uh, Klein. Chris Klein. I, his acting was he, atrocious. He was, dude, was so, awful. he was so over the top. He was. He was emulating Keanu Reeves, actually, which he should not do. He I mean, everybody, everybody else looks normal in the movie, and then they turn to him and be like, hey, you want to go serve this warrant? I say we go serve this warrant, man. Well, and it's like, really, dude? Shut the warrant. fuck up. Had they cut him out of the movie, it wouldn't have been too bad. And you for figure, since he apparently dies in the Street Fighter canon, it, that was going to happen. Well, and but there's no Blanc in it. Charlie and Oblanka. Uh. But from what I remember from the game, I don't know him as well as you do, obviously, KSV, but it seemed like they stuck tro- closer to the actual characters from the games than that. Yes and no. Um, yeah. Now, in the, in the first Street Fighter movie, the horrible Van Damme thing, they at least tried to, to work something. I mean, they, they made the characters the actual characters. Now, some of them were good when they were supposed to be bad and vice right. versa. Uh, some of them were just fucking joke characters when they were supposed to be major elements in the story. However, they completely fucked it up with the with the... Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li, although I believe I went more in-depth in this in the past, and I you think it's well, bring up old shit. Well, but not everybody's heard it, yeah. but I, I'd, give it, I'd give it a four chicken dick rating. 
Uh, that's a bit generous. Yeah, out of ten, I'd give it that's, four. I probably gave it I'd like give a three. It a if, you're, if you're a Street Fighter fan, it's worth watching one time. It wasn't the worst movie I've seen, but it uh, exactly. It basically it was any movie you see Saturday Night on Sci-Fi. Only they slapped the Street Fighter name. I, on. I tell you though, uh, what's rather that than name, um, but, uh, the guy that plays Bison. Destruction or yeah, exactly. Mega. Oh, uh, <laughs> McDonough. Name as vague yeah. as any Atari Twenty Six Hundred game. What was yeah. with that fucking accent, man? If I don't he, know. I could have that played down it. Vega? If he would have played it. No, no, no. no, no, uh, no. Uh, Bison. 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 Uh, I, well, what was with that Bison never accent? really had a country of origin in the game. I no, guess no. probably because they would be saying that country is pure but, evil. But why, they why did. get a guy with a Although, let's face cool it, he's voice. German. Uh, there's a lot of... Well, no, no. Time. See, I always assumed he was Italian. I was right. kind of assumed he was German because there's a lot of things pointing to him being yeah, a Nazi. I could not. see German or Russian way before. Yeah, but I, I could also buy that he's Irish, which apparently he was in this. Uh, I mean, he sounded like fucking Bono. Well, but, depending on which scene, because his accent is Australian. All the same, him, uh, fucking Vega, they were completely off. A uh, Vega, Vega. First of all, was uh, an ugly Japanese guy. Now, if anyone knows wow. Vega from Street Fighter, that is he's definitely Spaniard. A, yeah, he's, and he's, he's supposed to be a yeah. pretty Spaniard. He's, pretty, yeah. he's, he's so obsessed with beauty. That That's why he wears the mask, a, right? killer. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, but, Basically, uh, kills anyone he thinks is ugly, or uh, you know, somehow endangers uh, his view of himself. Now we do we we do have a uh, oh I, I have news about one of our favorite shows. Ooh. Um, Deadliest Warrior did get picked up for season three in spring of 2011. Nice. Um, and they're doing a special, I don't remember when it's on, but sometime next week, the end of August, they're doing a special online aftermath for the whole season two. So I'm going to tune into that. But well, uh, I, What I always wondered, like, do you think that, like, they ever, like, when they're just chilling out, maybe getting drunk or whatever, do you think they ever fought, like, the Spetsnaz versus the Seal since they already have the data? I'd be curious to see if... Uh, they did that on the show, didn't they? No. no. Oh, wait, not I kind of expect you to come up with something no. better if you're talking about them being drunk. I was yeah, like, yeah, I was going to well, say. No, I mean, like, not necessarily getting drunk. <laughs> I'm but thinking, no, you know, they're going to not go absolutely crazy. Let's make these two fight. Let's make a SEAL and the Comanche fight and see yeah. who wins. Yes. <laughs> the things you do when you're bored and drunk, though, seriously. Like, yeah. you, ever, you ever play a video game... And you've got, like, the opponent beat so bad, but you just decide, you know what, I'm just going to sit here for an hour and farm up every last resource on the map, okay. max out my guys until, you know, the screen bogs down, and then I'll, you know, just kill this last building. Yeah. Okay. No, um, no, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was, that was me drunkenly playing StarCraft. <laughs> I would like to see him take like old battles and like in- introduce new elements, like say you know the American Indian versus U.S. Army, and give the American Indian a machine gun well, and I'm, play it out. Dude, I'm so <laughs> actually remember though they, they, they chose the look- bow over rifles. They preferred rifle is not a machine gun. Well, yeah, yeah. but closest I can come to relating what, what you said, I was playing a, a two-player uh, RTS battle with a friend of mine, and like I had him completely beat to the point where he was down to one ground soldier, and I nuked him. Uh, that's about the only. That's about the closest I can. Yeah, where you just you know you're like, well, I really don't want to start over another game. Let's just. See how anyway, um, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm not sure what we're talking about. I'm no, sorry. I don't know. We do have a uh, we have English. a deadliest geek warrior this week. Well, it's very yeah. fun for whatever. And uh, I will say that uh, that uh, you know Star Wars Celebration Five has me stoked for Star Wars again. It has rekindled my yeah. my you know my passion for Star Wars never went away, but this has rekindled it back to a flame. Yeah. And uh, I will say, you so know, you're flaming. flamingly Star Wars, I'm flaming <laughs> Star Wars, flaming. And I will say, you know, we don't travel abroad to a lot of conventions, but if Celebration Six is anywhere in the <laughs> continental United States, I'm going to make it to where. But I that wouldn't be abroad, technically. 
you know what I meant. <laughs> we don't travel away from Central Florida for conventions. He is a hick. Touche. Florida is the U.S. Um, <laughs> he is afraid of boats. <laughs> but we have a uh, we have a Star Wars themed uh, Deadliest Geek Warrior this week. And uh, I don't remember what sound effect we were using for Deadliest Geek Warrior. Uh, it changes um, every week. Yeah. So, uh, Does he more or less come up with this one? It's, you know, I came up with one of them. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> totally. that'll, that'll allow it to snowball. We have snowball. this week's Deadliest Geek Warrior. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's one we were Yeah, that was kind of fun. That's the one we do every week, yeah, sure. All right, so. It's almost as if I This week, we got to give Dobbs credit for this week. This week, we have. It's over 9,000. stereo. We have R2D2 versus Johnny Five from this short circuit movies. Personally, I said, I'm going to get a lot of angry fans here. Give it to Johnny Five. Yeah. Dude's got arms and he's alive. You're yeah. fucking stupid. So I, is uh, I love R2 D2, but but Johnny Five is more. R2 D2 is cool. He's got charisma. No, and he is not. No. Um, actually, no. he would have to be because no, actually, he would not have to be. R2 is from a long, very long time ago. Which uh, R2 can fly. Much highly, uh, uh, more highly advanced technological. I think society. Johnny Five could fight off some Jawas. Uh, so did R2. Yeah. Uh, he didn't do too good, though. In the end. He well, got ambushed. He got R2 has a knack for getting fucked up by these really comically uh, stupid situations. Hey, hold on. Let me ask you this. Could you see Johnny Five taking out two super battle droids by himself? No. What about, what about like, right yeah. after Johnny Johnny Five got back and the Cholos taught him that mean song and they told him taught him how to use a switchblade? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Los I forgot Locos. about that. Thanks Johnny. Yeah, the one Los where Locos he put those spikes and shit on. No, he still doesn't stand a chance against Star 2. man. Uh, can Johnny 5 calculate hyperspace routes? I'm just wondering. He might be able to. No. Does Johnny 5 have an arc welder? Does Johnny 5 have an arc welder? R2's going to need that he when he's running away from have, Johnny. He does have that little laser dealy that can cut through steel. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, can uh, can Johnny 5 fly unaided? No, <laughs> no but there was that scene where he ramped something. And no, 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 it looked no. like he does, does he have rockets? In yeah, his does legs he have rocket boots? Fly? I'm pretty sure R2 can turn him off. Yeah, <laughs> then R2D just kind of hover slowly, yeah. and that like more his thing. He's just kind of yeah, um, but he can still fly. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's it's just quite literally rockets in his. Yeah, yeah. he can but slowly get away. What if you tip it's not over slowly. R2? That's something that's never really no 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 no. Once he, when he's got the the all three treads put out, he's got a real good base. Now, when he's on just the two treads standing straight up, yes, he is a little wobbly. But when he's got That's all three... That's not his combat position. Now, there's right. other people around, and they're both calling for help. Uh, uh, they're gonna answer Johnny Five, because he speaks plain English, where yeah. only C-3PO knows what the fuck R2-D2 is saying. Well, no, well it's Luke binary. Knows what, Luke knows what C-3PO yeah, Luke is. Or R2 How the fuck is does he translate that? I figured he was just he knows binary. It's all tone, though, too. Yeah, if, you, if you're okay, around like somebody long enough, you're gonna figure out the gist. If not yeah. word for word, the gist of what well, you're saying. It is also the fact that Luke knows what R2 saying when he's in the 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 X. Well, no, in the books he, he learns true. to actually understand yeah. it. But um, and you got to think too, R2 man, R2 saw a lot of action in the Clone Wars. Yeah, battles, a lot of battles. I mean, and he was you know, never wiped. No, never. no, he's never had his memory wiped. I, I, I think, I think intelligence wise, not if we're not going off the technological level of their creators, I think intelligence wise, I think they're pretty well matched. I think R2 has the edge and experience. Yeah. I, I really do. 25 was pretty naive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was. Um, he killed that locust pretty easy, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I got to give the edge to R2. Plus, I think R2's maybe a little uh, 
All of his circuitry and all is enclosed. He doesn't have any exposed wires or pistons. Uh, that or is true. Johnny Five running up and like basically cow tipping his ass. That's just uh, wouldn't but work. But like I said, when no. he's in a combat position with all three treads out, that doesn't work. You know, I, I Other think than that, that weird little really... tiny short range zappy thing. Though, what does R two have? Uh, a lightsaber. Boot? Yeah, he does yeah, have a lightsaber. Every now a flamethrower. He does have a flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The oil. I forgot about the flame. He can spray the oil and set it on fire. That's how he killed the two. Uh, oh, yeah. So you know, really, what we should be talking. We should make R two fight Data from the Goonies. They're pretty much slick right. shoes. Slick shoes. <laughs> Booty trap. Uh, Pinches a pow. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a good fight. Now, what would be funny is to watch Johnny Five and Three PO have a conversation. Oh, that would. Be <laughs> oh, God. I was actually siding with Johnny Five because I wanted to keep this yeah. interesting. But yeah, you got to. Yeah, R- R2 I like R two about ten times more than I like Johnny. Oh, I love Johnny Five. Yeah. I mean, that movie came out when I was a kid. I love it. You know, if I, but, but if I went back R2. and watched the movies now, I'd probably be like, "Oh my God, this is what yeah. you're dealing with." Well, well, the well, 80s Slacker and I a, a couple deal. years ago we watched uh, tried to watch the first Short Circuit movie, and it was yep. honestly kind of hard to make it yeah. all the way through it. It really was. When now you know the kids that were there with us watching it, they were enraptured in it. But, you know, once you're older, that is one of those movies that loses a lot of its appeal. A lot of 80 movies, you go back and you see some of the dangers these people are facing. You're like, you're kidding me? You yeah, know, right. Bill Paxton yeah. as a gangbanger? No way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Forrest Gump. Right, yeah, and the, and, uh, the, singer, um, the singer David St. Hubbins from Spinal Tap was in that movie. Yes, Johnny he was. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. He was the guy that with the silk shirt. I just thought that's all I remember. Yeah. It, was, it was the yeah, Indian guy's shirt. best friend. Oh, okay, 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 like, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one. Okay, I got you. Um, now, uh, we we decided we were going to watch two different TV shows, uh, The Colony and Superhuman. Has everybody watched both? I've uh, watched yeah. Colony. Okay, I'll KSB. Watch. Uh, no. Neither one. No, I didn't do my homework. All right, uh, that's a point. point. <laughs> we're on a point system now. We're going to hit you with a wiffle ball. Man. Oh, yeah, just to let the listeners know, we do have two changes in the show that affects the listeners. Um, number one, I'm going to start posting the episodes on Wednesdays. That'll give you guys a chance if we're promoting something for the weekend. That'll give you a couple days to listen to it before the actual event that weekend. And it's better for us because I post it the day after we record it, and it's fresh. To us, it's yeah. fresh. Um, number two, I'm not going to do the stunts every week anymore. It gets hard to come up with new ones without repeating yourself and without killing the guys. Yeah, I was about to say, without escalating it um, way too far. KSV now is refusing to soak a vodka and tampon and put it in his ass. But anyway, <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're Hold on, tampon Hold on, vodka. soak a vodka in tampon. <laughs> I, got, you know, I, uh, I was waiting for somebody else to bust it. I speak, I speak the man That's how I roll. That's how I roll. I'm used to this guy. I didn't catch it right away. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> anyway... Um, we're going to do still do the competitions every week. This week we're not doing one. We had way too much C5 stuff to blow through. Everyone has a clean slate. Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> uh, KSV has two points and Dobbs has one. And I still have immunity. All right, so I'm winning. <laughs> yeah, you are winning. That's true. Um, and we'll do, an, uh, we'll do a uh, stunt once a month. So um, Now, let's, go, let's do the colony first. Um, two biggest problems I had with the last episode of the colony. <laughs> or the last... Yeah, there's only been one since yeah. we were on land. Yeah. Um, there was a scene where they're at the river, uh-huh. and they're supposed to be in this desolate, post-apocalyptic oh, area, yeah. <laughs> and there's fucking cars driving on a freeway behind them. And then, and almost 20 seconds after that, they show the fence on the other side of the river. It's a housing development. There's kids playing in the fucking we're yard. about this last yeah. week. Yeah. I should have repeated this and said I saw it. Well, there is a newer episode <laughs> that came on. It's They introduced two new people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know? forgot about that. There yeah. has been two, because we didn't do yeah. it last week because yeah. of the Star Wars special. Yep. Yeah, they introduced right. the two new people. 
Yeah. And I, I'm just not digging this season like I did last season. It's, it's too set up and forced exactly. this year. It's, it's, it's obviously fake this year. Yeah, I, people are just, stupid enough and not those I watched guards the so previews going into them. the show and just changed it. Well, and there's a scene where uh, one of the guys, he's like an artist and a, and a oh, builder and inventor. Yeah, this And he's never hunted before. No, we didn't uh, do this on the show. We didn't? No, we did this in pre-show. And anyway, even if we uh, did do it uh, on I'm the show... Retarded. There's new listeners. <laughs> anyway. Listen to the commissioner. Yeah, I think you got in trouble for that last week, too, didn't you? No. Yes. <laughs> hey, he was fingering a Anyway. <laughs> um, you know, the guy goes into the woods. He's never hunted before. And all of a sudden, it shows him in the woods with a mask on for no reason. And he starts killing snakes, like catching them with his hand and chopping their head off. And yeah. it was obvious it wasn't him in the mask. Yeah. I just... He was also black in that scene, too. <laughs> <laughs> really, he really freaking strange. Door. Oh, yeah, no, that's not true, because they ran from a snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, man. Did I say that? Anyway. Well, it's, not a, it's not a dog or water. The other show we've been uh, going to watch, was uh, the. it's on the History Channel. It's called Superhuman. It's got Stan Lee in it. He's the host. Um, I saw the last episode of it, and uh, it's all right. It's kind of a Guinness uh, Book of yeah, World Records it's, kind of it's show. It's not really what they touted uh, as. Or actually, you know what? Uh, what was that one with Dean Cain? Ripley's Believe It or Not. Ripley's Believe It or Not. It's more like that. That's more what it is. Yeah. And, you know, the one I saw, they, they, they tested a few guys. One guy was possibly superhuman because he could extend high heat temperatures. In Sweden, evidently, they have this contest where they see who can stay in a sauna the longest with the highest temperature. And this guy is the champion. I mean, he's like the king over there because he can stay in it in like 215 degree temperatures for like 15 minutes. Damn. And it actually, yeah, it was even... Aren't you like not supposed to be able to do that? Yeah. yeah no, well, theoretically, like water, I mean, boiling, water boiling heat. 212. Your and body like should be boiling. Or something like that. But and he had a whoa. thing to where his, uh, his skin would actually spread the heat enough because instead of his blood vessels constricting like most normal people do in extreme temperatures, his would actually flush... And his blood was helping keep his skin cool, and that was why he was able to do that. Now, the Weird. cowboy was pretty cool, but I've seen that guy before. The, oh, the, the quick draw the guy. Quick draw. Yeah, the quick and draw guy, guy was good. Ridiculous. And he's the next evolutionary step uh, to counteract global warming. Well, see, the- <laughs> theoretically, that's actually a bad thing, because he would survive less long. And cold. In, well, no, just in, in a generalized situation. In, in, in a short-term situation, he's good. But in a long-term situation, he's fucked because his blood is going to heat or cool faster because it's going through his entire body and not... Oh, so, it's not so cutting off to, his extremities. You wouldn't be able to so his lose his entire life in that kind of heat. No, well, not would? at all. No one could, though. No, but but the, your average person would last longer because your body cuts off the extremities. You're, you'd lose your extremities, but hmm. your core would be okay. Well, but, I don't know. They also they also tested the Shaolin monks. Uh, he at Shaolin or Shaolin. Shaolin. M Night Shaolin monks. He, uh, yeah, M Night Shaolin. He perfected. Which reminds uh, me of something, but we'll get back to it. He perfected Bruce Lee's one inch punch, and they tested the force on it. And his force with a one inch punch was off the scale. I tried to do that to get into the hotel room uh, Friday. Remember that? I was like knocking on the door. I was like doing it like uh, oh yeah, yeah that's and, right. Uh, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. I didn't do very good. I kind of mm-hmm. hurt my hand. Yeah. But, uh, Door only splintered once. So. And then there was a guy jumping off a high dive into a swimming pool, which, yeah. Kind of well, how, how would that 
a kiddie pool. A kiddie. Twelve inches of water at thirty-three feet. Yeah, but really, yeah. how would that superpower come into play? It, it was his technique. Is all it was. It wasn't anything about his yeah. physiology. You belly flop as it. much as possible. That's exactly yeah. what he did. Yeah. You Johnny spread your surface area. I bet it hurt like a bastard. Oh, of course it does. But am I the only one though that's just not feeling either one of these shows to cover every week? Nah, I wasn't really feeling them either. Yeah, I mean, Deadliest Warrior is just such a good one for us to cover because it's right up our alley. I mean, it's like Dobbs and Family Guy. Exactly. Except for the exact opposite. <laughs> now, the, is good, man. now I know a couple of you, Nash and KSV, you all watched the David Hasselhoff for us, yeah. right? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was actually funny. I, I, yes, that, that, that was really fucking funny. That was hilarious. It really should have been the Hulk Hogan roast, honestly. Yeah. That, they they were the roughest on him. him. Well, they always do that. Though. They brought his fucking like, daughter There was the one it. they made fun of. Uh, Gary Busey way more than everybody else. There was the one with Courtney Love. Of course, now she was trashed out of her oh, yeah. mind. They, they, they made one, joke, they made one joke involving uh, David Hasselhoff's daughters, but it was really, you know, you guys must sound awesome because your dad uh, has a terrible singing yeah. voice. That was really on him. Hulk Hogan, though, they fucking ripped on Brooke. They did him, his wife, ex-wife, his daughters, and everything. Apparently his he's daughters. gay. I never knew that was well, something I was people wondering that him. same thing, too, because a lot of the jokes against Hulk were gay jokes, and it's like, <laughs> what? Hey, where's really? the feather boa? Other than that, yeah, I guess. But he's a wrestler. Yeah, other than that, oh, I got because no. that's so straight. Like, Let me put your dick near my face. They're not real yeah, uh, professional did, right did now. Did you ever see the ladies' man? <laughs> yeah, there's something fundamentally gay about two men oiling up, and you know they're just comfortable in their sexuality. That's Turkish wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, comfortable in their sexuality and liking cock. <laughs> <laughs> there is a thin line. But yeah, David Asloff had a great joke about that. He was like, uh, Hulk Hogan has been wrestling for 30 years with his sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. That was one of the better roasts I've seen recently. I don't know yeah. what, I don't know how this reminded me of that, but uh, one more thing I should probably point out. Um, when I was watching uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, they had the new trailer for the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, yeah. uh, well, have you guys seen the commercial yet? Or something? No. I forget what it's called, but yeah, he's uh, five people. Lame ass twist? Pretty much. But, but like, they're building it up, and there's five people that go into an elevator, and, like, then it stops, and it turns out one of them isn't who they think they are, and all kind of crazy shit happens, and they're all uh, paranoid about, you know. When have you ever gone into an elevator and known everyone in there? Yeah, exactly. But, uh,. The only person I recognized was uh, yeah. one of them is the uh, is, is one of the three guys that gets the yeah. tastes like Snazberry's kid from uh, oh, cool. Super Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see him getting a prominent role, but either way, like it, it's building it up, it's building up, and it looks cool, and like uh, everyone in the theater is all like, oh, this looks pretty interesting. And then he goes, from the mind of M. Night Shyamalan. And everyone in the theater. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. sorry. Uh, <laughs> everyone. I mean, you... you, you, you you're behind me. What a twist! I've enjoyed a lot of his movies. I enjoyed Signs. I enjoyed Signs Sixth was good. Sixth Sense was good. Sixth Sense was good. And the Village was. I liked it. And I liked Unbreakable was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically I everything that came out after Signs. Like, what the fuck is this? Pretty much. Well, Sixth Sense was only good if it wasn't ruined for you about six thousand times. Which it was. Well, got to see I actually haven't well, seen the it point, yet. The point of the movie, the the only movie he's made that wasn't about oh my god, there's a twist was Unbreakable. Yeah, uh, was really no, a there was a little bit of twist. There was a little yeah, bit. It wasn't but, that big of a twist. It wasn't really yeah. a twist in science. Now I haven't seen Avatar no, yet. Last Airbender, so I don't. Yeah, you know, I know the, a lot of people the, hated on it, but I haven't seen it yet. So the know. twist was um, how that movie got made. The only it thing I know the mind. The only thing I know about Airbender is that it's a thousand easy Microsoft points. Other than that, I could really give a shit. Now, what if we do this? Until Deadliest Warrior comes on, or if we find another TV show that'll work, we'll just go back to doing like we used to do with the movie thing. Because this week we have a perfect one to cover. We have, uh, except for Dobbs doesn't have it, but I think it's streaming on Netflix, if I remember right. It's a movie called The Specials. Uh, Dusty gave us a copy of it. 
Um, so I do have a copy of this. If listeners want to participate, you know, watch mm. the movie and then next review week it. we'll review it. Um, the spe- it's called the specials. It's got uh, Jamie Kennedy, James Gunn, Rob Lowe, uh, Rob Lowe, um, Sandman. Um, yeah, the retard dude. Hayden, Chris- or, uh, not Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. <laughs> yes. yes, Thomas Hayden Church. There you go. There you go. Um, so it has, uh, um, it's got a lot of people you'll recognize. Yeah, in it. yeah, surprisingly. A lot of them are the ones you'll watch and go, "Hey, that's that guy from that thing." But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, so we're going to review this. It also has uh, Jenna Filcher from The Office in it for okay. one little scene. Sure. <laughs> and it's got. I, I don't know anything about this movie, yeah. but I, I have it. I watched it already. I did. I did my homework because I was told we were going to be reviewing it this week. I have a life um, outside of well, just about everything. No, I do. you don't. Don't <laughs> fucking lie. I have, I have never been so busy in my life, and yet I'm a slacker. It's weird. Have you guys? I'm heard, the slacker. I'm not the slacker. I said I'm a slacker. Have you guys heard the elections over now? And he obviously didn't win. Have you guys heard this uh, this uh, Basil Marceau who was running for the governor of Tennessee? No. Literally a retarded guy. Yes, that yes, I heard about him. I'm Gobert surprised Report. he didn't fucking win. He has a very anti-slavery stance. Um, <laughs> That's a good stance to have. Uh, yeah. He also promised that if you vote for him, uh, you will you will basically be exempt from any any laws for the rest of your life. Yes, you can never uh, he's going to stop traffic stops. Hold on, I'm going to play his thing here real quick. Calls By chance does he do like an earthquake okay, first warning? Off, first off, <laughs> the dude awesome. does look retarded. He does. And let's just uh-huh. listen to this guy talk. Basil Marceau. I'm BasilMarceau.com, the Republican candidate for governor. <laughs> I'd like to recall all permits and registration for guns. Everyone can carry guns. If you kill someone, no, you get murdered. You go to jail. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to put plant grass or vegetation across the state or any vacant lot. And sell it for gas, so we can use it use it for our expenses. Also, what? I'm gonna remove all gold fringe flags from the state, and apply the real flag with three stripes. I also want to stop traffic stops. Set it up like the Supreme Court ruled in Nose versus Iowa. You can't find evidence in the car, you can't look. <laughs> I want you all to vote for Basil Marcel. What's his all? I want you to say the pledge of allegiance to a republic in the morning when you come out, and we all pray to God. <laughs> and say amen, and everyone have a nice day. Now and I see you all at the polls. Sorry, thank you. You can't ask him a question have a nice with the tape. I will give him this. He stands for something, and he's very clear about what that is. Well, Most well, politicians. Well, no, no, like, he's not very clear. But here's the thing: we're listening to the same gibberish. Here's the thing: it's Tennessee. That's your average voter in Tennessee. This is true. Well, he's got a lot of actually. That's your average voter anymore. But ask any politician a question, and they will never fucking answer it. This guy, he's. Well, I've watched a lot of other of his videos. He was on Jimmy Kimmel. Now, now here's the thing. He wants to flag the or to fly the uh, three strike flag. flag. Yeah, that that I agree with. Um, but Apparently, what's causing traffic access is that people are driving while staring at the ceiling and not looking. According at According to him, now he was also or they're not chewing only, on the seat. He was not only running for the governor of Tennessee. At the same time, he ran in two races concurrently. He was running for governor of Tennessee and state house of representatives in Tennessee at the same time. How well did he do on that one? <laughs> uh, both, I think, both races. He, I think, one the, votes. The governor <laughs> won. He got one percent of the votes, and the the state house he got one point five percent. How'd you like wow. to be the so guy 1. that loses by the population? Wants this guy. That's got to be as a joke. I mean, it's yeah. got to be. I mean, and I, you know, and some of the other. He says he was Marine Force Recon. 
He himself doesn't own a gun. He doesn't need a gun. All he needs is a needle and a knife. Yeah, but everyone's in the middle of having a gun now. He's Maybe somebody he's the needle for. Maybe uh, he hit his oh, head. He, he said that. He said that on Jimmy Kimmel. He sneaks up behind you and puts the needle in your voice box so you can't talk. And, and then, then he, he cuts your you throat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's um, a much better place to stab someone if you're coming Should a waterhead even be allowed to hold a knife? <sighs> dude, oh. I... I, I, I mean, dude, this guy, and I heard him, you know, I've heard him interviewed on other radio stations and all, and it was just like, wow. I think, I think, <laughs> honestly, that somebody thought that that would be hilarious, and they conned him into doing it. Well, they said his son is his campaign manager, so. Oh, so, <laughs> his, son, <laughs> so his son hates him. Yeah, yeah. pretty Come much. Come on, man, what'd your dad ever do to you? Dad, we don't know. I know, you probably, probably asked his son, well, what do you think about, you know, being your campaign manager for your dad? I like toys. My dad's a I like turtles. <laughs> My dad's best as pilot, 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 pilot so person man. ever. <laughs> oh, man. I want to change the country's national bird to a pterodactyl. He wants to re law things. No, 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 no. Here, here's a good story from the weekend at Celebration 5. Slacker, who's Mr. Grammar Nazi. Oh, I am not a grammar you are Nazi. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Don't even try yes, it. Yes, you are. Is worse than so I am. we're talking, I don't even remember what the fuck we were no, talking about. No, I just about. laughed. We, and, were uh, we were talking about, uh, about Arizona and the yeah. immigration law. And Slacker goes, don't worry, soon they're going to unrelaw it. <laughs> unrelaw it? What the fuck are you talking about? So they're going to... You're not supposed to drink Again, the make it not a law. Hold yeah. on. Okay. Hold on. Hold Wait. on. I will admit, I was drunk as fuck. Okay. For once, the man wasn't. Yeah, now, I was now, sober that night. Is it he sad that I'm finding myself thinking it would be better if they said re-unlaw it? No, he said unrelaw it. No, I know. <laughs> no, I said I said re in law it. No, you said unrelaw it. And it wasn't about Arizona because Arizona we were talking <laughs> no, about. No, I'm ashamed myself home. that I corrected in my head and just kind of reversed the un and re. Oh, there we go. Now it makes perfect sense. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Every time when I go home, I hit myself in the temple with a ball. You want to hear some more Basil Marceau? Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got pissed. All right. Let's uh, see. Uh, Basil Marceau on gun control. Oh, oh god! <laughs> this, this can't be better than you get murdered or go to jail or go to jail. Huh? I'd rather go to jail. One or the other. I'm not a cop. Don't let me scare you. On BasilMarceau.com, you Republican governor for Tennessee. He looks like Wilford Brimley, but retarded. He does. A little bit. <laughs> like. I had to diabetes. I take this location because I, I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing in front of this aircraft because I like it a lot. That's honest. That's, in, that's honesty I can get behind. Oh, I'm going to talk about gun control. Oh, shit. Many people died for gun control. In the military to make sure our constitution stays full. Pretty sure those are unrelated. And not be a dead letter as is quoted in the Congressional Globe. 39 Congress, 38, 41, and 42. <laughs> <laughs> is the tart sucking a cock as, as he's our talking? How they wrote the constitution. Pretty sure we're all going they to knew hell. We had murderers on the streets. They know we had nutcakes. <laughs> we have nutcakes nut on the street. Oh my god. This guy's audio go I wish I would have discovered this a month okay, ago. Okay, you know, I actually know plenty of retarded people that have way better pol- political views than this guy. Okay, yeah. hold on, hold on. They didn't put no sub paragraphs in there concerning them. So who am I? What? To say, I'm you sure he's not from West Virginia? I'm the Constitution say, nutcakes can't have guns. Criminals no. can't have guns. Nutcakes. So I'm a, so I have to go then go look at the constitution myself. And it says there that we have the right to bear arms against our government. 
You heard that correctly. He said we have the right to bear arms against our government. So he's basically proposing anarchy, and he's running for governor. The right to bear arms is to overthrow a potentially totalitarian government. But still, that's that's, yeah. Hold on, it's somewhat like pretty fucking far from totalitarianism. We're getting closer. Socialism. Yeah. (laughs) We have slingshots. Oh my god. And they want they want to put numbers on their stone to find out where it came from. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do that. This is so almost like retard code. To, uh, uh, recall all licenses, all permits, and allow everyone in the state to have a gun. And if you uh, don't have one, maybe I'll even fine you ten dollars. Hell yeah! Everyone. Required guns. Did you show me where I can buy a gun for ten dollars? With your guns and tell me Projects. I'm doing wrong. Touche. And then. We'll nah. sit down at the table Hot and discuss expensive. it in 10 to 1, being that we, the people, are in charge. And I'm, I'm only borrowing this heat temporarily for uh, <laughs> uh, eight years. Eight years? Wow. I'm only borrowing the heat for eight years. Does, does he not He know doesn't even know what the term... What the, the, okay, he doesn't know the term limits, but he also doesn't know... Well, now, this, is for, this is for the state house representative, and a lot uh, of those are eight years. Well... <laughs> Now, regardless no, of that, he doesn't rotating. understand the power that is actually granted well, maybe to him. Maybe it was the Senate. Maybe it was uh, the state Senate. There's one of those that is an eight-year term. I still got to go back to the irony of the fact that it will be legal to rebel against the government. It yeah. is it legal is to rebel against the government. It's legal to talk shit, but I mean, isn't it <laughs> no. going? Oh no, 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 no! The Constitution is written so that we don't have another dictatorship, like so we don't British. run into a Hitler. Right situation. Yeah, but then again, take the arms against the government. Uh, yes, I guarantee, yes. I guarantee oh, if yes. I go into the White House with a fucking gun, they're gonna take me. Oh, they're, they're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna shoot, shoot you. you. I don't know. The Hitler's looking pretty good over this fucking tard right about no, now. No, oh. this this tard. I think if we had more tards in the House and the Senate, we'd be a much okay, better. Okay, hold on, hold on. Nash, don't necessarily afflict. I want you to say the pledge of allegiance every time when you go down go down to the the voting place. And then also, Close there you can pray too. And make sure you pick the right person to ask for guidance. So he's for freedom of religion, I see. I'm Basil Marceau. Dot com. Dot com. See you at the post. That's his last name. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It's his last name. Marceau is his middle name. <laughs> Fucking wow. Wow. Now, Billy, what religion do you think this guy? You know what? I think what's doctor dot com. This this has has um inspired me to run on an anti-zombie. Political. Well, now there's one. Behind there's there's yeah. one here I haven't heard yet. It's called the Basil Marceau Remix. Oh, shit. <laughs> we have time for this? Yeah. Is it going to be auto tuned? Uh, oh, that would be awesome. I hope so. It's funky. I like it. I can actually understand him better. I'm Basil Marceau.com. Really public candidate for governor. I like to recall all the registration. I can like see. That's pretty horrible. That sounded like like awful like B grade 1980s porn music. Yeah, it sounded. No, it sounded like. You remember that uh, the video that came out a while back the dude made in the 80s, the uh, average homeboy yes. video? Yeah. That's what it sounded like. I can like, like see Bismarcky like, rapping over top of that. When I was still DJing, I'd put that between singers and uh, see who, who fucking noticed. That'd be... <laughs> that would be funny. Dude, I want well. him to like give like a 10-year-old a gun and then the 10-year-old turn around and blast him in the fucking face. That would be but then the boy would get murdered. No, I bet that guy's Yeah, like, the boy would get murdered and go to jail. Yeah. I don't care. Oh, that's right. He'd and be risking you know, choice. It's both. Yeah, no, it's both. Not my chair, not my problem. But... But, but you can't murder somebody that committed a. Well, yeah, I guess you can. But if, but if it's law, it's not murder. 
Then again, I'm, I'm, ask, I'm arguing ask semantics. Ask liberals here, yeah, and then it's still hey, murder. You're arguing oh, semantics with this guy. We're, yeah. we're debating yeah. retard I'm, law. I'm arguing <laughs> semantics with a guy of less your than e- average no, intelligence. Now, the same intelligence as now, you. Now, along, <laughs> along with talking about uh, former candidate Basil Marceau, um, I think it kind of may fit in the same category. Nash, you had some news to share with us. Oh, oh, I was gonna say first. Now we lost the gays and the blacks with today's episode. Now we, we lost the retards. Have, we probably didn't have that many, but retards made up most of our audience. Yeah, yeah. no offense. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Uh, over the weekend, I discovered that an entire side of my family that I thought was either dead or did not exist does after thirty something years in and, Tennessee. And uh, <laughs> and Nash didn't win the lottery to find this out. Yeah. Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Actually, I uh, have two half, uh, actually three half brothers and two half sisters, and a fucking legion of nieces and nephews that I did not know exist until two days ago. Now, how did you, if, if you don't mind me asking on the show, how did you find out? Uh, they just they kind of find me out, found me out on on Facebook just out of the blue. Uh, apparently, I was like a fucking unicorn. I was like a myth. Is like my half brother Wendell and Paul would talk about my myself and my brother Bruce, and they'd be like. Oh, whatever, whatever. They don't exist. And apparently, his uh, Wendell's daughter went on Facebook, searched me and my brother down. I was like, "Holy fuck!" And one of the first things is like, "Holy fuck, you exist. You're not a unicorn." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> 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 and, and in reality, Nash is exactly like Let's a unicorn. Um, Candy Mountain. Now, now the all because I got a three foot penis that looks like a spiral horn. Did, did at any point did he threaten to pee in your butt? Actually, no, but apparently... It's, I'm questioning it's y'all's relation now. <laughs> no, but it, it was odd, though, but... He said he was going to fuck his dog, though. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. that's... Okay. that's, that's, that's all hey, Charlie! <laughs> hey, Charlie, wake up! Hey, Charlie! You silly, sleepy head, wake up! <laughs> Sounds like a Conan Bryan version of Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, oh. it's fucking amazing, though. After 30-something years, I thought me and my brother would only ones left on my father's side alive and so are you gonna like try to have a little uh, mini family reunion with him uh, apparently yeah we're, we're trying to throw something together it's all still fucking way too much to fucking yeah, take dude, it. It, it's been less than a here's week here's the ultimate yeah. trump card you can be like hey dude I only live 40 minutes away from Disney and that's World. what I was fixing to say you know the best part about living in Florida yeah they're, they're talking about yeah coming down here because all like you calm down I have a fold out couch most of them are in Fort Wayne, Indiana, which... So, it's Chris, or at wintertime, they're going to want to come visit... Uh, yeah. They're going to be like, hey, you want to come up and see the endless line of crops? They're pretty interesting. <laughs> we got cows. Oh, well, yeah, we, we got, got those cows here. here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's not New York City. It's yeah. fucking... But orange trees are less boring than corn. Yeah, but I'm that's, still that's trying to take stance. it all in. It's still I don't know. I don't know. Cornfields are actually pretty interesting. Well, yeah, because you like running naked backwards through yeah. them. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah it's, still, what's your point? it's still a bit overwhelming though, man. I'm still taking it. I'm getting in contact with you know everybody, but dude, it, it fucking blew my mind. After thirty something fucking years, you realize you have a whole other family you never knew you had. That is I, pretty bad. I don't know how to. It's hard to fucking react. <laughs> yeah, to well, yeah, I imagine. Now, and again, make you did not win the lottery because that's usually when you. Yeah, find, I mean, that's I'm not usually fucking, when you find family that you I'm, didn't I'm know. A fucking broke ass. <laughs> it's not like they were coming after me for cash. <laughs> well, that's what he said. More than getting me laid. That's good. That's good. Okay, right. I'm going to have to call bullshit on this. <laughs> it has. 
not like it does every week or nothing, but it has. Yeah, we... we what, we, like when you're going through someone's photo album and then, you I'm know, you girl get frisky? Do Facebook. Hey, anytime I tap Facebook? her, it's because of Facebook. You yep. want Canadian on me. I cannot fucking talk today. I've lost <laughs> my grasp on the um, All right, now this weekend, uh, this Saturday, August 21st, um, we are going to be back in Orlando for uh, Saturday afternoon, August 21st. We're going to be on Wall Street in downtown Orlando with a lot of other Central Florida podcasts. I know uh, Soul McCall Crew is going to be there. Primetime Geek is going to be there. Etienne Broncos Extravaganza is going to be there. The Experience is going to be there. There's going to be a lot of celebrities there. Tonto and the Boy Tucker. And, uh, <laughs> situation. We're going to be there. And if you want to get a chance to, uh, if you can throw better than KSV, you think, you know, like a girl, and uh, want to try to dunk me, I'm going to take a turn in the dunk tank. Uh, Slacker has said he can beat any of our listeners in a foot race, and he'll buy you a drink if you beat him. And uh, <laughs> Slacker did say this. So see, so uh, <laughs> well, that's suicide, dude. If you want, if you want all the details, go to slackerdemand.com, click on the events section, and uh, go to the Cure for the Run deal there. So uh, come join us; it's awesome. It's, it's going to be a good time. That much I can guarantee you. With that many different personalities that do shows, it's going to oh, be yeah. a, an interesting mix of people. Matter of fact, if you show up early, and I think the times are like. Two to eight or something like that. Um, if you show up at the beginning, we'll be the ones running the ticket booth as well, and you'll be able to slot slot us. Goddamn, Sl- <laughs> it's gonna be you'll be able to slot. <laughs> you'll be able to slot KSV if you're there. Um, make some serious speaking of slotting. <laughs> They'll make some money just for me dunking the man alone. I mean, he's going to be sitting there the whole time. You can't dunk the commissioner. The commissioner dunk. Oh, no, you dunk. can dunk me. You have you have, uh, uh, dude. I I can only imagine KSV throwing like a girl. I mean. <laughs> I gotta practice. Oh. <laughs> you gotta practice. Um, but yeah, come join us for that. It's gonna be an awesome time. We'll be there hanging out. I'm sure we'll be there till it's done. So, um, and uh, we, I do have to say, you know, we have we have uh, all five members of the show now have hats. Yes. Um, we did get uh, KSV and Nash hats. We asked KSV before we bought the hats. Hey, dude, if we buy you a hat, will you wear it? Yeah, to events and stuff. The first fucking event. <laughs> not only did he not wear it, I get a text. I'm not wearing my hat. Suck it. Yep. So, okay. so I was like, you know what? He's just going to bitch that I'm not wearing my hat the first the So this I was dog it. tags round two. Yeah, you know, that is a good point. Uh, I'm sorry. The commissioner's on the fence on this, so I'll take a consensus. Should KSV get a point for not wearing his hat to the first event? I don't think now, so. Apparently everything they give guy. me is pretty much a cursed item. It's a, it's not really a gift. It's a... I'm going to stand it's up for you. You're please, not a hat guy. Please enjoy the Sucker Demand apple. Don't buy me anything oh, for Christmas because oh, yes, I have to take it I everywhere gonna, I, I was, go. I was going to say, you have no clue how much those cost. It's a gift. Here, yeah. a bunch of waffle iron. Take it everywhere. <laughs> Stay <laughs> with it. Shower with it. I it, think the next if it thing, says Slacker and the Man on it, damn straight. Yeah. What if it's a jerky? It's it's promotional item. You you should wear it probably. Yeah. Let's <laughs> get him a waffle iron. Just put a chain around. Should get him. No, let's go better than a boat anchor. Spray paint and orange slacker and a man on it. Yeah, good luck with it. My head is so fucking hot right now. I do not wear hats. Well, it could be also the which, twenty pounds which of hair. You could you could talk about my dedication to the show to be wearing it in the first place because I never wear. Oh, oh, your your dedication to the show when you didn't wear it to the event. So far, you have a fifty percent accuracy rate with it. I'm just saying. Well, less less than that because he didn't wear it to the show. He, he is so very five first. I wasn't Nash, allowed to wear it on stage. Nash, Nash had his on. Yeah, he wasn't on. on uh, he wasn't on the stage. I was said, on stage. So you're saying you're I was wearing it that entire day. So you're saying that you were you were you're you're more in the spotlight. I caught bullshit on that one. I was wearing that the entire day, and the band said take that off. He's on the stage. superstar. The band said, don't wear that on stage. I'm not going to point names, although I'm sure you can tell who said to take uh-huh. it off. I tried to point at names anyway, so. 
Yeah, yeah, names yeah, are hard to point is. at unless you have a board or something. I'm not going to name names because you all know who it was, but I was forbidden to wear it on stage. Well, you're wearing it now, so. All right, so I think we've degraded enough. Don't forget, come join us, Cure for the Run, the 21st, Saturday the wow. 21st. Did everyone just turn into me today? Seriously, did you wake up? In the morning, see my brain know, is so fried with all I'm, the shit I'm having to fucking I, intake right well, now. Well, and I'm still fried from C5 today, yeah. Drew. I mean, I still yeah, haven't. I slept until seven o'clock tonight. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. All right. You get so a pound for, for that. Episode 131 of Slacker Demand is SlackerDemand.com. Don't forget, you can go there, get all our videos. Uh, the man posts stuff all the time on there. Um, so for episode 131, uh, this you, is the Dobbs, and I did not ship myself. This is Billy D. Williams. I'm not Boba Fett. KSV has ass hat. I'm the man, and sharks provide natural lubricant. Oh. Crude but effective. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Everyone must please. Not panic. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Welcome back, everybody. I know this episode has been long as fuck already, but uh, I just want to say thank you for sticking with this episode so long. And yes, uh, again, I did warn all of you before you type angrily on their keyboards and send us emails to longcoatmafia at gmail.com or write nasty comments on on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. I did warn you that there was prob- uh, problematic language in these two episodes that I shared with you. But again, as stated early on, that this was a deep dive at, into how we began, what Slacker and the Man did, and how we took what they did and said and how we used it to mold our show to help prevent using problematic language on our show, how we use some of their milestones in regards to trying to achieve similar milestones on our show. Uh, but all in all, if you do want to complain about stuff, talk about stuff, if you want me to air the more problematic episodes please let me know. Uh, But for the most part, I probably will not. I would have to find stuff that is even less problematic than what you've heard today. And with only having a small, small number of episodes or a small sample of episodes to choose from, I'd rather go with the Covert Cast episodes than the Slacker and the Man episodes because of... Uh, the covert cast being less problematic, less, uh, but, and, but more interesting as well. Uh, so feel free to email me. I'm not going to put our promotional stuff. Uh, I'll put, probably put, put them in the description, but I won't say them here, but I will say all our social media links are also in the description. Uh, feel free to uh, write nasty emails, nasty comments in regards to the problematic language. Let me just say this. I'm not making excuses, but like a lot of videos and podcasts that are out today, uh, from what I remember, the man has stated in the past, I wish I had those episodes, that 
the uh, he once, if my again memory served, he was stating that ep, uh, the average weekly listeners that he was getting for the show was peaking at between three to five thousand listeners on a weekly basis. So that does not mean uh, there are an excuse for uh, the problematic language, but you have to figure there was a lot of folks that listen, hate listened on a weekly basis just so they could send emails in complaining about things. And with the language, it was possibly justified. And a lot of times, knowing these guys, they would have amped it up a little bit just to get more people riled up. Uh, it's not an excuse or anything like that. I know I'm going to hear Sasha saying, you're dang right, it's not an excuse. But again, the two shows that I presented to all of you were examples of what I saw wrong with it and I told you what I saw wrong with them and what I did to help prevent doing that in regards to my show and everything else. So again, I thank you all for sticking with our show this this long. If this episode cost me subscribe uh, followers on Podbean or other platforms, and so be it. Uh, I'm willing to take that chance and all that. But if it helps me gain a few, fine. So be it. Uh, either way, I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And uh, feel free to join in the discussion by sending us those emails at longcoatmuffy at gmail.com or those comments on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Mafia podcast. And I'll probably see you next episode, whether it be the it's we're editing episode, so here's a lost media episode of the Covert Cast or the Electric Eye, or our main episode next week, which will feature me and Sasha, the Princess of Darkness. So take care. I'm the Reverend Godfather, aka the Martinsburg Madman, and I'm a gamer, and I'm wearing a bikini. So see you later. Good night, everybody, and happy podcast, International Podcast Day. <laughs>